are listening to the Heavy Metal Hangover, where the beer is always cold and the music is always heavy. With your hosts wearing jeans and leather, not Cracker Jack clothes, Rex and Duff. Welcome to another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. My name is Duff. My name is Rex. And here we are, uh, back again, welcoming you to another episode of our horrible show that no one listens to. Um, you know, it, it kind of... <laughs> I used to say that, you know, when we um, when we did our old metal show back, uh, you know, a million years ago on the radio. I was like, oh man, no one really listens to this show. But you know what I wonder? There was something... There was a group of listeners on our old radio show that I wonder if... We, I, like, I wonder if we still have them in common. I don't think we do. But... We used to get letters from prison all the time. <laughs> we just to explain, we used to at our radio station literally get letters written to us from inmates who would talk about how like they're in prison and their life sucks, but every Friday night they have our our metal radio show to listen to. Dude, man, Dude, we would get collect calls from like cell block D. <laughs> we we never took the collect calls. The radio station would have been a little upset. But we used to seriously like get letters from prison. Like, do prisoners like like can they get podcasts? Like, I mean, I assume they can't. You know, they're not like just given free access to the internet. But okay, so I'm I'm asking like any of our listeners like when you were in prison. I just assume they all were. Um, when you were in prison, like, did they give you podcasts? Because, like, we were, you know, you know, we were as popular as a porno magazine in prison. You know, like they, 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 they were, they, they loved that stuff in there, man. And I just, I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious. Um, I don't know why I just thought about this, but I just did. <laughs> I was like, we don't have any listeners. We might have some that they're probably in prison. Um, it's just one of those weird things, man. When, when you have, when you get letters from. From prisoners. <laughs> I know, it's just weird. It's just I, I, weird. Anyway, I'm in prison. Um, I, I would like to hear. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh, hopefully they weren't requesting <laughs> animal. <laughs> I just remember that this one guy was like, "Yeah, I'm in prison." I'm just assuming he talked like that, and he might have had like a really, he might have had like a really squeaky voice. I don't know, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm in prison. They call me Slayer." <laughs> it's like, of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Lisa, yeah, yeah. there's a lot oh, worse man. things they could call him, but yeah, well, you know, you call him Prague. <laughs> what's that? What's call that? Call him Prague. <laughs> they said they could call him Craig. I was like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, Craig. Call him Craig. <laughs> You're Craig. Hey, You're screw Craig. you, man. Oh Don't call man, me Craig. I'm Craig. <laughs> oh man, man. Oh man. Oh of man. All the things. It's like, who are you? I'm Big Louie. Who's that? That's Bubba. Who are you? Craig. What? <laughs> How'd I get that one? But my real name's I don't care. We're calling you Craig. I'm effing Lou. I'm effing Lou. <laughs> who, name of the, oh, the boss says Lou's bar. <laughs> who are you? I'm effing Lou. I'm effing Lou. <laughs> I, God, I mean, I love that movie, but that's the best line of the whole thing. Um, it for no For no reason, by the way. That's one of those lines that, like, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the movie Fight Club when, you know, the, the, the bar owner says his name, you know, his name's Lou. Um, that's the kind of thing that no one else would obsess over but us because we always pick up the dumbest crap uh, out of, we, we say this all the time, like the dumbest lines for movies. 
<laughs> that we obsess over or the dumbest little things that we find funny for, you know, years. Um, it, I don't know. It, anyway, so, yeah, I don't know where I was or what we were talking about. Something about uh, prisoners uh, listening to our show. We, we should do a whole episode of, like, songs to dedicate to your buddy in prison. I mean, breaking the law is obvious, but we've got to do better than that, right? <laughs> like, there, there has to be better out there for people in prison than that one. Um, but we would have to we would have to think about it. Uh, so okay, so here's something I want to talk about because it's been. And we'll have a song mind. called like "Toilet Wine" or something. Oh well, they, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. You know what I mean? I mean, they've got a song called "Nabbed in Nebraska." They probably have a song called "Drinking the Hooch." You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be Canadian hooch though, so it'll be it'll be slightly better, you know. I'm just assuming the, the 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 jails in Canada are a little better. The food's probably better. I don't know if the sex is better, but you'd have to ask them. But <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't. Well, some I things know, I don't want to know. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hey, look, normally when people are effing, I film it. But that's one of those times. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm just gonna nope, nope, nope. That's cool. Keep the <laughs> lens cap on today. <laughs> I don't know why you had someone sneak hey, in the camera, but I don't want anything and, to do with it. And just because of the state we're living in, look, if that's your thing, that's cool. We're not saying there's anything wrong with it. We're just saying that's not our thing. Actually, there is a lot wrong with prison sex, I think. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends. It depends. You know, so, I mean, sometimes money exchanges. Hey, I, look, we're, we're, we're spending well, way no, too I'm much only, time talking about this. I'm, no, I'm there you go. A, there's a tool I, song, I think, called Prison Sex. So there's one for you. Well, yeah. The, the only problem with prison sex is, like, when it's... When when you're doing it to get a couple of honey buns and a couple of soups, like that's one thing. It's the rest of the time. It's the rest of the like I wonder okay, here's my next question. Like like does giving it up like what is what is the honey bun to butt loving ratio? Like like what's the exchange rate? You know? <laughs> I guess it probably like, depends on the person. Right. I mean, okay, clearly we're not talking about the forced stuff. We don't need to go down that road because that's just bad. But I'm talking like for the free exchange. Oh man, I, uh, I really need a honey bun. <laughs> what a coincidence! Me too. Like, like, what is the what is the what is the exchange rate? Like, what is what is the honey bun to butt sex exchange rate? Like, I just I, I feel I don't want to go there and find out. You know, and if I talk to someone who's there, I'm not going to ask. You, you know, but, you know what? I just realized somebody's just tuning in for the first time, being like, "Oh, a heavy metal podcast." So, anyways, what's the butt sex to honey bun ratio here? <laughs> <laughs> but you, know, you ever just wonder that? Like, I, there were there was that show. I don't remember what it was called. Some some TV series where they got people to like go live, go to jail, like sixty days in or something like that. Um, it, it was a TV show, but where where they would get people to like go be in jail for a little while, and um, they would document it and all this crap and. That's just that's the kind of question that I have, you know. These are the things um, that these are the things you think about when the power goes out, right? Like how many soups and honey buns does it take to really get what you want? Anyway, um, <laughs> oh man, and and you know, is it timed? You know, like we only get five minutes. You know, is it a quick visit? Like I don't know. How's it work? Anyway, um, again, some some so, things I'm pretty comfortable leaving as a mystery. <laughs> that is true. So. Anywho, I am so uh, I want to I want to throw this out uh, for a minute, and then 
let me explain, and then I, I'll, I'll let you kind of tell me your thoughts, and not not specifically about this band. And we, we've probably talked about this kind of concept in the past, but it's top of mind for me right now because uh, I, so Iron Maiden just started their uh, their, their the Future Past tour. It just started I a week ago, maybe. Um, I think uh, I don't know. A week or two ago, whatever the the future past tour started, and we didn't talk about it. I forgot about it. And what that means is that the set list for Iron Maiden's tour is out. The, look, they're a well oiled machine. They're not a band who's going to change up their set lists um, through the tour. But I'm not saying they won't drop a song off, you know, or change something. But for the most part, they're going to leave it alone. I am obnoxiously excited about this tour that Iron Maiden's doing. And and it's because, like, when I look back at the tours that I've seen Iron Maiden do, the first time we saw them was with Blaze Bailey. It was a Virtual Eleven tour. They, they did play some, you know, they played some cool tunes. The The second time I saw them was when they did... Uh, I believe they called it, it was just like the Ed Hunter tour, I think is what they called it. Um, that was with uh, that was with Clutch and Monster Magnet um, and Dirty Deeds, who was a, a, lo- a like a, a local band that played both times we saw Iron Maiden. Uh, they are not an easy DC tribute band. Um, nor was it the band that uh, Richie Faulkner was in. Um, I believe he was in a band called Dirty Deeds as well, but it was a different band. But so there was those times that that I saw them. Um, I saw them with Dream Theater, and I saw them with Alice Cooper. I saw them with Ghost, and then I saw them last year. Um, one when I saw them with Dream Theater, they played almost entirely songs from the last twenty years, like Brave New World on. The tour I saw them with Alice Cooper, that was when they redid the Seventh Son of a Seventh Son tour for the most part. I want to say they played like Fear of the Dark. They, they might have played a couple of other songs, but th- damn near all of the set was them uh, was them playing the, you know, the Seventh Son tour. That was pretty cool. This last tour I saw them on... Um, I don't want to say it was a greatest hits tour, but it was more of that. You know, they played some of their new record, but for the most part, it was just kind of music from across their career. That's kind of cool. Um, on this tour, it is the, um, it's, it's the future past tour. And what the theme of this tour is it's, songs from their new album and then there are um a whole bunch of stuff from somewhere in time now the thing about this tour that's got me excited is first of all i'm a huge fan of somewhere in time i know you like that record too Mm -hmm. they are playing the song caught somewhere in time which they have not played since 1987. Like, since they toured for this record, they haven't played it. 
They're playing Stranger in a Strange Land, which they haven't played since 99, which let me look at my list. I don't know if I've ever seen them play that. I haven't. Wait. I have not. I, I made a list of every song I've ever seen Iron Maiden play. And because I, 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 I wrote down every concert, every song, every concert of Iron Maidens I saw. And then I wrote down every song they played from every set list on those. Um, so I've never seen them play Stranger in a Strange Land. I love that song. They're playing The Prisoner, which I saw them do in 2014, but they're playing that again. They're playing um, Can I Play with Madness, which I also saw that. That was when they did that Seventh Sun tour. They're playing Heaven Can Wait. Dude, that is one of the best songs they wrote in the 80s, I think. Um, dude, they're playing Alexander the Great, which they've never played. They're doing Wasted Years. They're doing Fear of the Dark. They're doing Iron Maiden. Basically, they're playing the song Iron Maiden because they pretty much always do. And they're playing the Trooper. They're not playing Run to the Hills. They're not playing, um, uh, uh, yeah, Hallowed Be Thy Name. And I can't tell you how happy that makes me. Like, I'm so excited that I don't have to hear Run to the Hills or Hallowed Be Thy Name. In fact, I wish they would cut the Trooper off this list, too. <clears throat> I, I really honestly wish they would drop the Trooper, too. And it's just me, man. I, I, and, and please, before you get all pissy oh why don't we see trooper i i love the trooper man but i've seen iron maiden you know enough times and in fact how many i've seen them play the trooper four times i've seen iron maiden six times they played the trooper four of them i've seen it i'm cool with it i'm ready to move on <laughs> i'm i'm ready to move on um well fear of the dark is the song i've seen them play the most and number of the beast oh yeah they're not doing number of the beast on this tour either you know they're not doing "Hallowed Be Thy Name." They're not doing "Number of the Beast." They're not doing um, "Run to the Hills," and I am a seriously happy guy because of that. You know the thing about it is that uh, I, I once heard somebody say that no matter you're you're gonna leave. It, so let me let me think about how to word this correctly. Whenever you leave an Iron Maiden concert, someone's always gonna be disappointed, and I don't mean in the quality. I mean, someone is always going to be upset or annoyed or, or disappointed they didn't play X song. And it, it just has to go because they're one of those bands that, that everybody has their favorite album. Um, you know, and, and they, they, they are not really a greatest hits band because... Um, oh, they'll tell you that flat out. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you know, and I'm not going to compare the two bands here, but you go see Priest, there's a few tracks like... Living after midnight, like uh, uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like painkiller, and like there's a few tracks where everybody goes to see those tracks. You know, even Metallica. Uh, yeah, I know that this current tour they're doing two nights, but tell me they're not going to play Enter Sandman one of the two nights. Like, you, I, I cannot fathom Metallica going out and not playing Enter Sandman. You know what I mean? Well, th there's. Every band has one song or a small hit. Okay, Iron Maiden doesn't have one hit, but they have a handful that they have to kind of play. They might not have to play all five of them, right? Like, they're doing the Trooper and, and Fear of the Dark this tour. They can get away without doing, you know, Run to the Hills or Number of the Beast because they're playing the Trooper and they're playing Fear of the Dark. They've got to play a couple of those. 
so, on every tour. So, they, they do. So you know what's interesting? We we used to do this. I think you know maybe we didn't used to do this. We we you know what? I think we did used to do this. Um, we didn't have a topic tonight, right? Right. Yeah. I have. I have. I have so, nothing but to talk about but prison sex. <laughs> how many? On average, how many tracks does a live show have? And yes, I know. I know the difference between an opening band and, and a late, but I'm saying like you know, a full blood like your your headliner on on their own tour, not like a festival or something, but their own tour. What do you think they do like? And, and again, I know that if Iron Maiden's touring and they're doing Hallowed Be Thy Name and they're doing the Red and the Black and they're you know they're they're gonna have like 18 minute songs or whatever. They're gonna do I mean, less. But you got to figure like. Well, your your standard band, twelve to fifteen total. So here's here's my here's my challenge, and let's let's see if we can do this live, okay? And let let maybe we yeah. can even talk about the decision. If you so let's say Bruce Dickinson calls you and say, "Hey Duff, I'm on my jet, and we're, we're trying to figure out the next tool, and I'd really like you to come up with the next play." I'm, I'm really destroying. I, I apologize in advance to all of our English and British listeners. Um, we'd like you to come up with the next set list, you know? So what would, what would that set list look like to you? Like, and it's not, well, what's a good balance? What's a good, like, I'm saying like they said, I don't, we don't care what albums they come from. We don't care how long the songs are. You just tell us what 12 songs to play. What would that set list? We'll do 12. What would that set list look like for you? Now, okay, let me ask you one question. Am I the only person in the crowd? No, no, no. You are creating this set list. Like, you're catering this set list. Like, these are songs you want to hear live. What, what I mean, that's what I'm saying. I am not saying what the set list should be. I'm saying I'm the only Dude, person there. Let's say, for instance, you just won $700 million in the lottery, and you're yeah, hiring getting, Iron Maiden to play your birthday party. Right. I'm getting a private Iron Maiden concert. What songs am I picking? Yeah, aside from okay. strippers, Iron Maiden's also showing up. Okay. <laughs> let me look right now. Let me get some songs. Let me let me get let me get their their disco in front of me. Um, I mean, I know a couple um, off the top of my head. Um, and you know, you know, easy. you know what makes this difficult? What makes well, this with Iron Maiden? It's hard because it's like uh, how. Well, okay. See, what's hard with Iron Maiden for me is because I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for songs I haven't seen them play before, which well, makes it a little harder. Okay, you know what? Like I, I you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Okay, you know what? Like, but I've got some that I would make on the list for sure. But but like, let's look at it from your ideal. Dude, on, they would just play Holy Smoke for but, 12 like, minutes. Dude, like, but I'm just talking about, let's make it your ideal live set list. Like, let's not make it, okay. well, here's 12 songs I've never seen them play live. No, no, no. I like, hear you. This is, I, you know what, Iron Maiden's, you know, like, this is, I want, they're right. asking no, you to saying. create, like, your ideal set list. Like, where you would have walked out of a concert and said, wow, I'm not, there wasn't one thing I felt was missing. Okay. As well, much as possible. Do, we'll do this real quick. Okay, so let me look at some stuff real quick. Okay, first track, without question, is Dance of Death. Like, not – there is no question in my mind the first song I pick is Dance of Death. Okay, an order doesn't because, matter like that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm just saying the first song to come to mind, without question, is Dance of Death. Because I'm that, not asking they're, they're, you to create a set list like, oh, well, I got to think I about transitions. No. You know, they'll do that. I, what, I, what I'm saying is, what was the first song that came to mind? Yeah. 
Um, Dance of Death. Um, uh, again, I'm, I'm throwing stuff off the top of my head, and then I, I might go back. Okay, so When the Wild Wind Blows um, from The Final Frontier would be, you know, just amazing. Uh, I would 1,000% put the song The Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg. Um, uh, I'm writing these down. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Brieg, that would be on there for sure. I'm kind of going backwards through their discography and taking a look. Dance of Death is on there for sure without question. Um, let me let me let me look. This is tough to do. Hey, hey I'm doing this on the spot. Well, that, man. That, I felt like it would be harder if you had to do it on the spot. No, I know. Um, so let me think. Virtual Eleven, Klansman's not a bad idea. I'll, I'll come back to that one. Um, let me think. I would definitely want to have them play. Um, I put Holy Smoke on there, just because smells it's good. A, I mean, it's a stupid song, but. You know it. So it's funny because you always you say, "Rex, I'm going to put you on the spot." So today nope. I'm putting hey, gotcha. you on the spot. I'll put you on the spot, and we're done. Um, <laughs> I, as I long want, as it's I, not asking me about prison sex, because I don't know. <laughs> I would put um, uh, the clairvoyant would go on there uh, for sure. Heaven can wait would go on there. Um, caught somewhere in time. Oh, the loneliness, the loneliness of the long distance runner um, would be awesome to see live. Uh, let's see. I would also probably want, um, let me think. I would, mm, so, uh, I actually, if we want to really go back, I, I know all joking aside, I think the song Charlotte the Harlot is awesome. Um, but so that might go on my list. I'm, I'm going to put Wrathchild on there. I know that's a staple, um, but I would definitely put Wrathchild on there. Um, uh, actually, I wonder, let me look. Have I? I know I've seen them play it, but I've seen I've seen them play Ratchild three times. It's not always a, it's not a a, a, um, a guarantee on their sets. So that gives me eight songs right out. Let me think. What else might I want to put on there? Um, uh, I would put Caught Somewhere in Time. I would put. Um, let me think. Uh, might put the evil that men do. All right, I'm getting close. I'm at 10. Let me think. Um, Fear of the Dark might go on there. Let me think. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm looking back over this. So Fear of the Dark is probably my next one if I don't think of anything else. Is there anything off of Brave New World I, I would really feel like needs to be on there? I love that album. Um, Passchendaele would go on there from um, Dance of Death. And then... Uh, I'm wondering if I would want these colors don't run. That might be cool. I, I'm picking a lot of new stuff. I know I am, but I get hmm. just really excited about um, uh, about you know post Brave New World era. Um, no, you know what I might put on there? I might put "Die with Your Boots On." Just because it's such. A, so okay, without without overthinking this at all. Just scrolling through the discography, what twelve songs would I want to hear? And you're going to realize I'm really not hitting any of the any of the big ones. But "Dance of Death," flat out their best live song. Uh, "Fear of the Dark" is very close as their second best live song, but "Dance of Death" is their best live song. If you don't know what I'm talking about, 
Look up Iron Maiden doing Dance of Death Live. It is it's just so good. And it is the ultimate Yannick dance song. <laughs> it's like it's like his it's like his moonwalk, you know? Like that that is that is his dance song. Um when the wild wind blows, um there is a live version of that on the Envivo uh Blu-ray or DVD or CD. And it's it's another one like Dance of Death. It's just it's big and awesome. The reincarnation of Benjamin Brie, Brieg is probably the heaviest song Iron Maiden ever wrote. It's it's just this balls out heavy song. It is, um, I mean it's very 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 typical new new Iron Maiden. I, I saw them do it once. I saw them on that tour when they opened for Dream or when Dream Theater opened for them, and they did that you know all modern stuff tour. If you've never heard the, re- the reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg, it is a track I highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, it's from their Matter of Life and Death record, which Matter of Life and Death it, it might be my vote for Bruce Dickinson's album, like his best performance. And I say that because the thing about a Matter of Life and Death, that is an entire record of songs that are just meant for Bruce to just nail it. And that song to me is one of those just incredible ones. Holy Smoke is the only song on this list that I really don't think is a great song, but come on, it'd be fun. The Clairvoyant, I saw them play. Uh, I think it's. I think they played that when we saw them with um, uh, either. I don't remember if they played that when I saw them with uh, Br- the first time I saw them with Bruce or when I saw them with Blades, but they, they did play that. Um, the Clairvoyant, man, is just it, – it, God, it's such a good song. The bass in that song, um, it, it it's just – you know, it, it, it it's it's just all you know that, that chorus. There's a time to live a and time a time to, to die, die and a time to, to meet, meet the maker. maker. That is God. It's probably like my favorite chorus they ever wrote in the '80s. I just the song's amazing. As soon as you're um, born, you're dying. You're dying. Um, let me think. Let me look. What else? Uh, what else is on my list? Um, sorry, looking something else up. Okay, so. Uh, clairvoyant for sure. Heaven can wait is another one that I think is just just such a cool, just a cool song. And okay, you you know the song "Heaven Can Wait." Mm-hmm. Heaven can wait, right? Heaven can wait. Yeah, that part of the song where it, where it goes take my hand and I'll lead you you know that part mm-hmm. to me is the, the the highlight of that whole record that little part in the middle that the take my hand I'll lead you to the promised land highlight of that whole record it's such a cool part of the song um loneliness of the long distance runner there's a track if I'm pulling any song out of my ass it's that one um but man, some of their songs are really long and feel like they're really short. The Lonely List of the Long Distance Runner is six and a half minutes. Feels like it's twenty, <laughs> but because there's just so many parts, I, I that one's just that one just gets cool factor. Um, Stranger in a Strange Land. Damn it, I didn't put that on the list. It should be on there too. But not going back. Okay, Wrath Child just for sheer awesome. Caught somewhere in time again. Sheer awesome. The evil that men do, 
Seven Sun. I just love that song. Passchendaele is a song from Dance of Death, which they did on the Death on the Road. If you have um, the DVD, I have the DVD. If you have the DVD or the CD of Death on the Road, which was the Dance of Death tour um, live one they put out, it's just a cool song. And uh, I might end it with Die With Your Boots On. like that, that would be my cool classic Iron Maiden song. Now, for all you people out there that are going to be a little upset, um, I love Number of the Beast. I love Peace of Mind. I love Power Slave. I really do. Anytime Iron Maiden plays Aces High or Two Minutes to Midnight or Power, oh, the song Power Slave. Um, I've never seen them do Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Didn't put it on my list. Love it, but not on my list. But I love those albums, and I will always love those albums. But, dude, Somewhere in Time, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, Brave New World, uh, uh, Dance of Death, Matter of Life and Death, to me, those are the albums with their best material on it. It's just, it just it, maybe that's not the casual Iron Maiden's fans' favorite stuff, but I'm a deep cut Iron Maiden fan. And, and those are it. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, like, maybe I take Passchendaele off. You know what? Let me let me fix this. Holy Smoke was on there as kind of a joke. Um, <laughs> I will I will put Stranger in a Strange Land on there instead. Um, th th that's why I'm more legitimate I'd like to hear it. So, okay, without too much thought, my 12 Iron Maiden songs. Dance of, Dance of Death, When the Wild Wind Blows, The Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg, Stranger in a Strange Land, Clairvoyant, Heaven Can Wait, Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner, Wrath Child, Caught Somewhere in Time, The Evil That Men Do, Passchendaele, and Die With Your Boots On. That's a cool damn 12-song set list. Fair enough. All right, here's yours. Okay. This is kind of easy, I think. Mm. Maybe it isn't. I think this is easy for you. Mm, we'll see. But I'll go big. I'll go big. Give me or your Slayer home. set list. Slayer? Okay, so give me your Slayer set list. Uh, hold on one second. Um, Th this might be super, this might be easy, but let me tell you why I'm, I'm asking you for your I Slayer set I just want to see list. the Repentless album, just just front to back. <laughs> well, let me let me say this. You you celebrate pretty, m you celebrate most of Slayer's catalog. But what's interesting for me with you is I'm curious how many random songs you put on it. What I mean is like not to not to give you ideas right out of the you know, right out of the gate. But like let me give you a random one that's not going to be on your list. Like do you are 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 you going to go like, you know, Hell awaits and I, I don't know whatever. Angel of Death or are you going to be going like Hardening of the Arteries? You know, aggressive perfector. Like, are you going to go the, like, the random ones? Because I just know you love those songs. Oh, yeah, I mean, number one, we knew number one was going to be your number one. Not, Haunting not, the Chapel. I, I'm aware it's not your number one. I've, You're not I've, ranking these, but the one you just wrote to me is, like, I know that had to be on there. Haunting the like, Chapel. are you going to pick Metal Storm, Face the Slayer? I know you're not, but. I, I mean, Haunting the Chapel would definitely be, I would say, uh, Haunting the Chapel would be, like, my number one. I've never seen him play it live. That's not why I'm putting it on there. I'm putting it on there because... Um, I've always loved that. It's it was actually probably the song that Hell Awaits and Haunting the Chapel were the two songs that got me into Slayer. Um, 
Haunting the Chapel was kind of like was the song that made my ears perk up. And then Hell Awaits it was, was the Antichrist for me, but right. Hell Awaits was the one that just boom, like that was it for me. Um, so speaking of haunting, the, so I'm, I'm think I have to think about this a little bit now. Um, let's see, because there's there's so many songs that I'm I'm really thinking about here. Um, you know, uh, and see where where me it's like I, you know, I had to realize like I'm not picking songs just because they're long. In your case, you have to be like. You have to take out the fact that your set list that you might be talking about a twenty minute Slayer concert. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, twelve songs. Yeah, uh, I did. Uh, so, Silent Scream is definitely going to be on there. I did see them play that live at the Big Four. You know, I got to be honest with you. I the Big Four is one of those shows I didn't peek at the set list. Um, I went in just it, so when that song started, I went completely nuts. Um, that's one of my all time top Slayer songs, Silent Scream. I love the riff. Uh, I love it. Um, I, 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 the thing that's tough about this for me is, is not, it's like, I, I, it's, it's so hard because, um, oh, two thirteen definitely. Um, see, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to look at the set list cause, and w- you know, it's, it, you you know, w- where you were struggling, I'm struggling too, in terms of like, what have I seen them do? What have I not seen them do? And what would it be, would it be cool to see them do? And w- what I've seen them do doesn't, isn't playing a factor in, um, past. Yeah, it didn't, it wasn't factored in on mine either. Past like. It was more just, it was interesting. Yeah. Past like, you know, uh, you know. I don't know. There, there's still that little thing in the back of your head that's like not necessarily saying, "Well, I want to see something different," but kind of like, um, you know, for me and this, this, I see you're you might be struggling a little bit. You didn't struggle very much, I don't think. At least you didn't seem to with old versus new. And when I say old versus new, I kind of think of mine was more new than old, but yeah. Well, I think I kind of think of divine intervention as being that cutoff point. Like when Diabolus came in, that's when they kind of. You know, even Kerry King says he regrets that well, album. But so let me let me ask you this: like, like for Iron Maiden, what I consider the modern era of Iron Maiden is Brave New World on. Like, anytime I say the modern Iron Maiden mm-hmm. era, it's when Bruce rejoins. Like, what 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 is that for you? Is that like Diabolus on, yeah. or is that like Diabolus on? Okay. That's when they started down tuning. Um, that's when they started writing a lot of more, more chuggy, like you know, like that kind of stuff, and like C sharp. Um, you know, I know that you know skeletons of society. People are gonna be like, well, they always do that stuff, like skeletons of society. Oh, I forgot about that one. Um, and skeletons by the way, society? I'm not trying to like I'm making this list because I'm I'm tell you what, the the stuff I'm putting down now is just one of those things where. I'm not trying to make a list of obscure songs. I'm trying to make a list of songs that are like, like, you know, I would rather cut Angel of Death than cut something that's like, oh my God, that'd be so cool well, to see. You know what I'm talking about? You know what? Can, can I say this too? Mm-hmm. Like, not only, you know, I'm looking at my list now. I don't think the list I put together was just songs I particularly like. They were, but... I actually also think that if you were to say to me, give me the best Iron Maiden concert ever. Like, okay, let's pretend someone has never heard Iron Maiden before. And they were just like, so they're not expecting song, right? Like, if you've you've never been to an Iron Maiden concert, I understand that you're going to want to probably see them do The Trooper or something. 
But if you were to say to me, I've never heard of Iron Maiden, give me a set list that's going to blow me away, I, I picked those two. Like, I legitimately think that would be a set list that, you know, like, it would shake your nuts right there. I, I do. I'm, I, dude, I'm serious. A song like The Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg, you see them play that live, you're going to walk away blown away. Like, I'm damn we're ready to convince – I'm convinced that of my 12, 10 of them could be the only song you see them you see them do, and it would be the best – Dude, if the only song you ever saw Iron Maiden do was Dance of Death, it'd be the best concert you ever saw. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. So it's just the, the, so there's a lot going into oh okay wow, I like some of these oh interesting Urgh. okay all right continue so you said I like a couple of these really don't like some um you said haunting the chapel silent scream do you say two thirteen yeah I said two thirteen scrum is it's it's more for me like is that you know if I'm picking an in my ideal list like scrum I know it's off Diabolus I know that album gets a lot of crap but I'm sorry I love that song. Um, in my opinion, that chorus is so damn heavy that head to head, I do I, uh, you know, ripping, uh, was it, uh, ripping flesh, spitting teeth, sacrifice for victory. You know, it's, I just love that song. I don't, I don't remember the song other than remembering you liking it. Um, evil has no boundaries. I love that track. Evil. You know, uh, what, what, I like it so much more now than I know the funny story behind it, but yeah. <laughs> Knowing that what would Gene Hoagland said, Devo, Devo. and uh, Jeff said like Weeble or something like Weeble. That. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I I love that track though. Evil. No, it's a great song. No, it's guy. a great song. Evil. I, I always like that. You know, like that riff I love. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of thinking out loud here. You know, with a couple of these, Hello Waits is a complete need for me. Um, it's probably. If not my favorite Slayer song, it's top three. Um, you know what's funny about Hell Awaits? I looked at... You know the setlist.fm? I looked yeah. at setlist.fm to a show I know for a fact I was at because I have the ticket, and they supposedly played Hell Awaits, and I don't remember it. Well, in Pittsburgh? Maybe. Because I saw them at OzFest 99, Tattoo the Earth in Cleveland... I saw them in Pittsburgh at that show that you and I went to, and then I saw their two dates on the farewell tour. I think I saw them oh. six six times, six or seven times. I've seen every iteration. Let me put it that way. I've seen the original lineup. I've seen Jeff with wet Jeff with Paul. I've seen um, I've seen uh, well, except for the the like weak John Det filled in. But I mean, interestingly, I've never seen them with Dave. I've seen them. I saw them with the original lineup. I saw them with Jeff with Paul, Jeff with Dave. I saw Gary with Paul, Gary with Dave. I saw, um, um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Like, I know that there's all the configurations of Slayer that at least were on albums. I saw them all. It wasn't on purpose either. It just happened to be that the tour I went on was the one where yeah. it was different. You know what I mean? It's like I didn't purpose. I, I wasn't avoiding seeing that with Lombardo. It just happens to be that I never did. Yeah. Um, and you know what's um, you, okay? You know, I'm you know what's really funny I, I, here. By the way, I would be curious if you could throw a maiden list together because I'll try to throw a Slayer list together. Let me yeah, let me see if I can do I'm, this because my Slayer list will be totally different than yours. I'm, you know the thing about Rain and Blood for me, 
I know everybody's going to say, how do you not put Raining Blood? Because look, Slayer has to close Dude, with I didn't put blood. the trooper on but, mine. But, You're allowed to not put Raining but Blood. But I will say this about Raining... The, let, me, let me explain my rationale for not wanting to put something off Raining Blood in there. I'm aware Angel of Death. I'm aware Raining Blood are two huge songs. My biggest problem is I have and always will view Rain and Blood as a, as a standalone piece, as a whole piece. So, like, if you ask me what's your favorite song off Rain and Blood, I'll probably say something like Angel of Death or, or you know, uh, Vinny used to all the time say Altar of Sacrifice. He loved that song and Jesus Saves. Like, he loved those two songs. To me, I can't tell you my favorite song on Rain and Blood because – not, and again, not because I can't tell them apart, but because to me, the album, it's one of those albums where the sum is greater, greater than the, or the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, meaning no singular song with the exception of maybe Angel of Death and Raining Blood, no singular song on that album to me, to me is like a holy crap song, but the album put together is a holy crap album. You know what I mean? It, it, it's hard to explain because, yes, I love Angel of Death. Yes, I love Raining Blood. They're awesome songs. They're not. They're probably not in my. You know, eh, they might be in my top ten, but certainly not my top five favorite Slayer songs. Um, but the album Rain and Blood, it, it might not be my favorite Slayer album, but there's no denying how great of an album it is. But it's so short, and again, I'm not. I'm not complaining. This is not a complaint. It's so short. It's like, um. It's hard to think of it as a collection of songs versus just one thirty-five or so minute assault. You know well, what I mean? It all blends together anyway. Those old records did. Well, that's what I mean. It's it's hard for me to think of Rain and Blood as anything more than a thirty-five minute assault. Um, I'm gonna throw. Uh, uh, let me see here. Oh, you know what? I got another one here. Uh, I wait. Oh, oh, that's yours. I was looking at my list, being like, wait. You, Sorry, wait. I'm looking at mine. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for my last one. Um. And I, I'm kind of sketching an idea here. I've got two more left. Um, All right, I got my twelve. Ah, uh, but there's no, there's no no thought put into it. I've got my twelve Slayer songs. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do it. I gotta do it. Um, I gotta do it. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fill up. Like I, I gotta pick my last one now. Let's. It's gonna be tough. Here, I'm gonna let me put a big. Let me put a big. I should put I should put like Repentless on there as a joke. Um. I should put War. Did you put War Ensemble in here? <laughs> Dude, I love the song War Ensemble. If, if, if Carrie King and his stupid tattoos could stay home and not play the damn solo, he calls out sick that day. Yeah, the day that he called him and his sunglasses and stupid tattoos stay home. Just maybe, maybe when it comes time for him to play the solo, he's got to take a piss. You know, I'll go have a you, piss. You, you, you see, you see Carrie run off stage to take a leak, and no one misses him. You know, he skips the solo and then comes back. That'd be cool. That'd be a great Slayer concert. That'd be awesome. Yeah, this is tough for Such me because, too, like, man. much like you, I'm having trouble not putting the classics. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like, but again, if again, this is this is well, this is Rex's birthday show. Can, I'm gonna say, you know what? I don't care if I hear Angel of Death. I want to hear stuff I want to listen to. Well, let me tell you too. The thing about me with Iron Maiden was it's not that I was avoiding the classics. It's just I love so much other stuff so much more. Yeah, dude, Number of the Beast is one of the greatest albums of all time. And there's just so much. Dude, I would rather – well, I've always – I ever since a million years ago, I would have rather heard Seventh Son or Somewhere in Time over 
All right. Peace of Mind and um, Number of the Beast. And I love those records. So, I was just way more into Seven Sun and, and 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 way more into Somewhere in Time. And I'm way more into their modern music than I was those early records. But it's more me, man. I want the big damn epic songs. So here's for and me. Die with your boots on a school. Here's yeah. for me, okay? Like I, I I I finished my list, and again, this is completely off the top of my head. Like I I could probably spend a week doing this list and still not be happy with it. But this is my gut. Like you like you did with Maiden. This is my gut. You've got thirty seconds to get. You know, you've got five minutes to give me a list. They're they're gonna be here in five minutes. You got five minutes to make a list. This is my five minute list. All right. Haunting the Chapel, one of my top Slayer songs. I I've I haven't seen it on a Slayer set list in a long time, but it's one of my top sl- Slayer songs. Silent Scream again, top Slayer song for me. Uh, I love that riff. That I love that riff. Um, Two thirteen. It's not their song. fastest song, but my God, that song is so cool. It's a great song. The chorus, like it's one of those rare instances where they actually have a melodic part in their song. Like when Jeff, when not Jeff, when uh, when when Tom's like, "Death loves final embrace." You know, I love I love that chorus. That that like it's just such a great song. Scrum again. I explained Scrum. Um, it's one of their faster, shorter, more brutal songs. Um, I love it. Evil has no boundaries. That chorus is just so a great catchy. song, dude. It's just so great. Great song. So for me, payback. Um, I love. Can I tell you, I don't know what that song sounds like. It's other the one than that's the like uh, one line. I'm going no, no. to tear your eyes out, rip it, no, no, flesh yeah. out, beat you till you're just a lifeless carcass. Yeah, I remember one. the payback's a bitch, and yeah. then I remember that. That's a that's all I remember. This because that's that, a, that's that a banger. Like that is a total mosh headbang song. Next, I'm going to choose, well, and this a, and it's a super popular live song. Yeah. So th- this may be a surprise, Bloodline. And that's uh just be- again, I just it's a, it's one of those songs I can't listen to it and not have it get stuck in my head. I'll kill you and your dreams tonight. Begin new life. There's also a uh, there's also a funny reason for that. What, what song? Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. What song is that you're talking about? It's the What song are you talking about? Bloodline. Trying to remember. It's one from Dracula 2000. I mean, it was on. Oh, that song I do know. I was like, I know that song. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that is a really cool song, actually. Um, and I, I there's a, there's actually a, a funny story. I can't say it on. The I do sh- know that song. It's a good song. I, I can't like that tell song. it on the show, but I'll tell you if we take a break or after the show. Remind me if you care. Um, Hello, it's it's Hello, it's dude. I I love we we used to cover that in our band. It's it's yeah. such an awesome song. Seasons in the Abyss again. It's one of those songs that is just so well structured and put together. Um, we again, we used to cover it in our band, and What's the- it's really, in my opinion, one of those underappreciated Slayer songs. What's up? I just realized there's a Slayer thing that is there's a Slayer record that's not in my um, iTunes that I'm trying to think of. Something. Continue. I'm it's repentless, and you don't need it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I know that. I don't. No, 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 no. That's not what I was thinking of. Continue. I was just reminded of something. That I forgot entirely existed. Go ahead. So Chemical Warfare, I love that song. You know, the, the gods of the throne must be watching from hell, waiting on mass genocide. Soldiers Very defeating cool. and dead from the smell. Bodies lie dormant, no life. I just love that. Um, the chorus to the riff. Um, Kill again, no apparent motive. Just kill and kill again. Survive my brutal fashioning. I'll haunt you till the end. My uh, 
Ah, I see. I'm, I'm tripped myself up. Homicidal maniac! Again, I don't think I've ever seen him play Kill Again. And then last, I this is a personal reason. So when you and I saw Slayer in Pittsburgh with with our old singer. Yep. Yeah, because I remember we um we were a little late to the concert because he had to stop and buy a bag of weed first. We missed the opening <laughs> act, and I think it was hate breed. Yeah, I know. We're, we're allowed to say that now, but he was like, i got to stop and get some weed. He's like, oh, man. And we're like, we don't have time. He's like, well, I'm not telling you where the venue is until you get me some weed. It's like, oh, man. So, so I have a very distinct memory and maybe this is you know one of those Mandela effects where I'm I'm remembering it differently than it actually happened, but um, that's back when I used to go in pits. Now I'm too old. My knees are bad from hockey. My you know I'm just I I can't do pits anymore. Not my fault. The bar tend to cut you off last yeah. night. So so I don't know why that made me think of that. So anyways, so God sent death. We we saw them on the God hates us all tour, and I liked God God sent death. But there is a part in the 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 the, uh, the show where the entire crowd just screamed "God sent death and misery," and it was just like this super high energy moment, like you know where like the crowd just gets so into it, and to the point of where it almost overwhelms the band. And again, maybe this didn't happen, and maybe I'm just remembering it like maybe maybe I'm remembering how I felt more so than what actually happened. But to me, that so that song's always been one of those songs where I love hearing it live because it brings back that like feeling and that memory for me. So that's one more of a sentimental thing where, no, it's not one of their greatest songs. No, it's not something that's going to show up on a legendary Slayer songs list. But for me personally, it's a song I like seeing live because it reminds me of like the energy, like the everybody just at the top of their lungs yelling, God's a death and misery. You know, I, I just it, it was just such a cool Cool moment. So that's my twelve songs. You know, no hell, no angel of death, no raining blood, no dead skin mask, no south of heaven. Um, you know, again, I love all those songs. You know, if you were to tell me like, you know, album to hear live, I'd probably say raining blood. Actually, I'd probably say hello waits, but I, I wouldn't say the only reason I wouldn't say haunting the chapel is because I'd feel like I was ripping myself off. Um, but I mean, that's I mean, that's it. Like you said, like. You know, those are great songs. Those are legendary songs. But, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just a I, and I, I don't want to I don't want to I want to choose my words carefully here because I was about to say maybe I'm a big enough fan. But no, you're going to say maybe you're a bitch. No, yeah, <laughs> like no. maybe I'm a bitch. Yeah, don't want to say I was going to say big enough fan, but that's that's really not what I mean. And that that comes off as me being arrogant. That comes off as very like elitist. That That's not what I mean. You know, if your favorite song Slayer songs are all their big songs. Cool. Whatever. That you're just as big of a fan as anybody else. There are plenty of bands. There are plenty bands that if I go see them and they don't play the handful of songs I know, like dude, if I go see Prong and they don't play "Snap Your Finger, Snap Your Neck," right? I don't want to be there, right? So you know, like, and I I like Prong. I like a lot of Prong, but it's it's just similar to you with similar to you with uh, similar to you with Maiden, where a lot of those deep cut songs, like you've just kind of grown to appreciate them. Uh, and again, some of mine aren't deep cut. Like Hello Waits is not a deep cut. Bloodline isn't even a deep cut. Chemical Warfare is not. But like you know, and I really, truthfully, I have trouble thinking of any Slayer song as a quote unquote deep cut. Scrum is probably the most obscure. And when I say obscure, I mean like the most overlooked song on my entire list. Um, you know, after that, maybe Kill Again or Silent Scream. But or you know, but. 
Um, I have trouble thinking of any Slayer song as as underrated or or uh, deep cut or whatever because you know all Slayer albums people listen to them ad nauseum. So yeah, that's my twelve songs. Yeah, but but still though, I mean like it's like me going Maiden and picking like Flash of the Blade or something like it's Maiden. It's not like unheard of. It's just you know you're picking. Well, they're maybe they're deep cuts, maybe they're not. Um, well, well, let me let me give you my twelve. I, I just do off the top of my head. Here's my twelve, and I told you I forgot about something. And when you said bloodline, you reminded me of something. So I'll mention that in a minute. So here's my twelve gut instinct. Now, mind you, folks, I'm not a big. Well, we've talked before about what the word fan means. Anyone who thinks I don't like Slayer, stop thinking that. I like Slayer. I'm not a huge Slayer fan. I'm a big fan of some of the stuff they did. I will always love Live Decade of Aggression. I, I still listen to it. I still love it. There's a lot of Slayer that I really like. I don't like much of anything that they've done, with a few exceptions. I do like Bloodline. That's a cool song. I, uh, I I don't really like anything. Well, uh, starting with um with with God hates it all hates us all. I don't really like any of it. I I don't like none of it. <laughs> I, said I said no. no. <laughs> I don't like none of it. I said but, no. But I like Slayer. I do. I just don't listen to him a lot. There's a difference. Here's my twelve, and my number twelve is a weird one. My number twelve is a deep cut. Admittedly, I didn't write it down. I have a deep cut on here, and it's number 12. I'm telling you right now. It's a flat-out deep cut, and I'm going to go with it. So here's my 12. Number one, The Antichrist. Because that song... Admittedly, it. I want The Antichrist, but I want them to play um, Hello Waits first. I want Hello Waits going into The Antichrist. Just like on Live Deck of Aggression. So there's two right out, of, right out of the gate. Hello, it's the Antichrist. I want Die by the Sword because I love that song. I, I know that the Antichrist and Die by the Sword are both from the first record. But, dude, Show No Mercy kicks ass. I mean, it, it does. So Hello, it's and Antichrist. I, and, and by the way, I want them to open the concert with those two songs. I do. I want Die by the Sword. I want At Dawn They Sleep because I love that song. I want Chemical Warfare. I want Haunting the Chapel. I'm with you on that one. Uh, did you put Captor of Sin on yours? I don't think you did. I'm not. Captor of Sin, I, I like it, but it's not not really one of my favorites. Uh, South of Heaven is their probably, like, quote-unquote, big one that I picked. Um, but I always liked the drums in it. I thought it, always thought that was cool. Mandatory Suicide, is that the one you don't like, or is it – you don't like Mandatory Suicide, do you? Um, I don't dislike some, it. Something it's, in my mind says it's like not a song you really like. I don't dislike it. I just get, I kind of get bored with it. They play it constantly. So it's like every, it's another one of those, like almost every show they play it. At least, at least I feel like it. You know Too bad I mean? it's not suicide. It's a suicide. Blah, blah, blah. Like, um, okay. So here's my three randoms. I'm with you on 213, man. That song rules. Well, it used to be. People used to not know why it was called 213. Now, because on Netflix, everybody knows why it's 213. Like, everybody knows that's Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment number. Um, but when we were kids, like, 
you know, the other kids didn't know that. Um, yeah, so here's I was actually saying ones. that to a friend of mine. In, in in the in the 90s and early 2000s, when I would read the Encyclopedia of Serial Killers, um, I had an interest in abnormal psychology. I went to college actually for a while to I wanted to be a criminal profiler for the FBI that like would go after and like try to track down serial killers and stuff. I l- ended up leaving it because I hate stats. Reason I'm bringing this up is. So I used to read a lot of abnormal psychology books, which a lot of that has to do with like serial killers and stuff like that. I, you know, but now true crime has become like this since Netflix releases a new documentary every day. It's all, all of a sudden everybody's like, Ooh, gotta love my true crime shows. Love my true crime. Gotta watch that new documentary on that serial killer. And I'm thinking to myself like, Oh, but in the nineties and early two thousands, when you'd see me reading the encyclopedia of serial killers, you'd look at me like I was a freaking psychopath. Holy oh. crap. It went up 30 bucks in the last two minutes. What? I was going to buy something and it just went up 30 bucks in the last two minutes. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry. Continue. Uh, I'm, I'm all pissy now. I literally was checking out and they're like, oh, the seller just raised the price. Oops. 30 bucks. I'm trying to buy the new, the 10th edition Warhammer 40k box, and there's a there's a there's a, a shop in near Albany that I always buy from, and I was checking out, and it just went up 30 bucks. Sorry, screw you, lick my butt. <laughs> Continue. I kind of lost where Sorry. I was at. I don't know. I know where I was at. I'm pissy. Continue. No, I mean go ahead. I, I kind of lost where I was at. Oh, sorry. Okay, so let me try this one. Um. Uh, okay, so two thirteen. We were talking about you being a criminal, or you wanted to be a criminal, and hoping people didn't profile you, and blah blah blah. So, are you ready for my random one? Well, Killing Fields is a random one. Did I mention that yet? Did I say Killing Fields? Killing Fields is the first track on um, Divided uh, um, Divine Intervention with that super awesome drum intro, which is really cool if you know it like it is really cool if you know that i i think i I think it's awesome but i'm telling you right now straight up i got a random one and i completely forgot about it dude my next song i have not thought about in 20 years and had you not mentioned Bloodline, I wouldn't have remembered it. My completely pulled so far out of my ass, it's not even funny. Random Slayer song that would be my number 12 is Gemini. Because that oh, song yeah, the, the, the awesome. bonus track off of Decade of, uh, not Decade of Aggression, but Undisputed Attitude. That song is awesome. It's the only original song on Undisputed Attitude. Everything else is covers. Dude, that song kicks ass and I forgot about it. I haven't thought about that song in 20 years. You were talking about Bloodline. I was like, when? God, I don't, why do I know that? Where did that come from? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, wait a second. What about the song Gemini? Dude, that song is really cool. I don't even remember what it sounds like now. Um, I just remember it. Hold on. <laughs> um, I know this is terrible. Like, like Huh. That song is, I don't even remember what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds terrible, but I don't. But it's awesome. And it's, I was about to play it on my iTunes, but it's not on my iTunes. Maybe I'm going to, I need to hear this for a second. Uh, 
God, I had that on CD. I remember being like pissed because it was all crappy covers. But it's um, it's a cool song, and I'm about to I'm about to do this live on the show. Um, play it in my ear for a second. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of my Iron Man. Oh yeah, dude, that's so. I am your soul in. That's such a cool song. It really is. So there, there's my 12 Slayer songs. The Antichrist, Die by the Sword, At Dawn They Sleep, Hell Awaits. Mind you, they're opening with Hell Awaits, then playing Antichrist. Then Chemical Warfare, Haunting the Chapel, Captor of Sin, South of Heaven, Mandatory Suicide, Killing Fields, 213, and Gemini. No one in the right mind would pick Gemini, but I love that song. I know for a fact I do. Do, do you think you could do 12 Maiden songs, or would it take you a long time? I'm almost done. Oh, cool. Well, I want to hear your 12 Maiden songs then. And then, and then, by the way, you'll pick the next band for me, and we'll go from there. You, you don't. I mean, I'm hoping we pick ones that we both, you know, would like. Um, uh, yeah, Mr. Freeze is not going to be on my Slayer list. Let's just. Well, that's a cover it. song, anyways. I know what it is. <laughs> I just that, that album sucks so bad. I like it because I like all the. I like a lot of the, the bands that I, are on I am it. Your God is not. I am your God is not bad. That's Iggy Pop, man. That's Iggy. I, I know it's I am your dog. I know what the song is, but I'm saying. Their version, which they called "I Am Your God," it, it's cool. Okay. I haven't looked at that album in a long time. I I, li- I like a li- I like a lot of the original, like a lot of the original versions. But I, I guess Carrie King, like I guess originally, if I remember right, and I could be mistaken here, this is how rumors get started. Because uh, you know, so many people listen to the show, it's, I'm worried it's going to get out there on social media. Um, I was going to say, I, I remember think Carrie King said it started off as like a, tr- a general tribute album, but then it turned into just a punk one because. I think it was like Jeff pushed a lot of the punk covers. Like Carrie wanted to do like Judas Priest and all that other stuff too. But I get you know Jeff was always a punk. Like he always was a punk. He I remember uh, the big controversy was he wanted to shave his head um, when he first joined uh, Slayer. When you know when they were playing, and Carrie like wouldn't let him because he's like, no, you can't shave your head. But uh, you know it's it's funny. A lot of those '80s metal he had guys. Surfer dude, blonde hair. You know what I mean? Well, it's funny how like a no, lot. No, I remember him saying like he looked like a surfer dude. It's it's funny how like a lot of those '80s metal guys were all played. punks. You know, like they, you know, Scott Ian would go to New York hardcore shows all the time, and it and I, I've told you a thousand times. I think part of the reason why Anthrax is one of my bi- my favorite big four is because they have that New York hardcore influence. Um, I'm not going to get off track on that, um, but so anyway, so my Iron Maiden list. Uh, first and foremost uh, is, well, I mixed up the first two, but The Evil That Men Do, my favorite Iron Maiden song by far. Um, I can safely say that's my favorite Iron Maiden song. Um, man on the Edge, just because... and it, hey, We saw him do it live, man. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, it's funny. It's not actually because of 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 the, the cheesy line we love, the... The once he built missiles for nation's defense, now he can't even give birthday presents. It actually I've has. Actually seen it, by the way, I've seen them play it twice because we saw him with Blaze, and I saw him the next year with Bruce singing it. Um, it's a cool song. Man. So the reason why actually is actually from the from here to eternity, like best of. And I don't know if this was on another. Tra- if it, this I was going to say because it's based off an awesome movie. Well, it is. It's based falling on falling down. down. So, awesome. but I was going to say so. So the reason why is I, the live version that's on there. Um, it's, uh, I don't, again, I don't, I, I don't know if that version is, I, I, I'm actually like, I, I like from a lot, I like live after death and then 
you know, I have like their their the 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 Book of Souls live chapter. I have that, but I'm not one of those guys who who buys like the 80 Iron Maiden live albums that comes that come out a week. I swear to God, they release a new live album well, like every two weeks. So I, I have them. I have them all because I love them all because I'm a little obsessive. But that's okay. But my point is, I, I'm saying they have a version, a live version of Man on the Edge. They change playing it just a little bit, where where and I, I'm gonna get music. I'm gonna get music technical for a minute here. The part like the 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 part. There's part where like that where they're palm muting. They change that in the live version. They play straight power chords, and it just makes it so freaking heavy. Like I don't know if you've ever paid attention to that. But listen to the live version on that on that because I know you have it the from here to eternity best of yeah listen to that live version then listen to that that uh, that part where it's uh, I'm trying I'll, I'll tell you what exactly the part is in a second but um wait wait hold on we're talking the hold on let me let me look make sure I know what you're talking about give me a second you're talking about the from here to eternity it's it's at 59 seconds the, the it's actually the ones he built is a like in the in the in the original version they go but like in the in the live version like it just makes it so freaking heavy are you talking about that 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 like box set one it's the one with eddie and he's got the scythe on the cover and the tanks behind him from here to eternity best of 99 to 2010 it's got the wicker man burning yeah right i thought i think you got there's like a pic you got like a three picture disc i think that was it I have it on vinyl. Yes. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Do yeah. They, do they do Man on the Edge live on there? I guess I don't remember. It's yeah, it's long. a live version. At least that's what I have. Um, it probably is. I just don't remember. So I, I don't know if that was off. I don't know what yeah, is. what album that got pulled off of. But at, at like exactly a minute, that's where that they they change it just enough where they play full power chords instead of doing like the palm muting ding 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 ding. I'm listening like to they it. Play Hold on, it. Give me a second. Um, and it just makes it so much freaking heavier. Um, I love that version of the song more, way more than I like the studio version. It's got nothing to do with Blaze versus Bruce. It actually has to do with the way they play the guitars in it. Um, well, look, look, man, the Klansman, when Blaze played it, it was nothing. When Bruce played it, it became Bruce sang it. It became amazing. The X Factor, Blaze was incredible on that record. But He's this incredible on it. But this has nothing to do with that. Like this, no, this has nothing to I'm do with saying, the vocalists. Like, like, the difference in vocalists. It has to do with the way they actually play the guitars. Because I mean, Bruce. In terms of that song, Bruce or Blaze, I don't care. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, well, with the album The X Factor, I don't think Bruce added anything to it. I think no. I think Blaze did an incredible job on it. I think the songs were perfect for him. It's the Klansman that was a crap song until Bruce got his hands on it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. So, on the, dude, the, I I like both singers doing uh, the sign of the cross. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I so I, I, well, sign I probably, of the cross almost sign of the cross almost made. If I was seeing it with with our buddy Jimmy, I would totally make sign of the cross because I'll never forget. Like we, I don't know, you were. I think you were in one of our classes in high school when when this album like you know came out, and we would always go standing alone in the wind and rain. <laughs> like again, it was like another one of those like little sections of a song that we were like obsessed with you know what i mean because that's right after oh, yeah. the build-up well, that like that slow build-up you know i remember i remember nico saying that that was the hardest song in their set like the hardest song in their long. set well and it, it's got a lot of time changes by the way so i have now done uh fortunes of war which was okay i 
dude, I don't pat myself. I'm I'm a horrible critic of myself. I actually think I did a decent job of covering afraid to shoot afraid to shoot strangers. I actually do. I think I did a pretty good job of covering that. I think I nailed the bass. I think my vocals are pretty good. Like I'm I'm cool with that cover. Like I really think I did an okay job. I hate and I have never said I've I've never said that about a cover yet. It was the first time I did a cover that I was legitimately kind of happy with. I am going to do the Klansman next. And I looked at it and went, dude, I got to program 330 measures of drums. Oh, I hate my life. But I'm looking forward to doing the Klansman. I think it's going to be fun. Um, um, I finished. Anyway. I finally finished my I Am The Law cover. I'm, I'm going to oh, do the video for it. So I got a question about your next one, but... I don't know if I'm. I don't know what I'm doing next. I had a couple ideas, but I'm gonna have to think about it. No, I meant your next Iron Maiden song. Oh, oh, <clears throat> the Wicker Man. And yes, I do mean I. I would ideally like it to be the single version. By the way, again, I mentioned this on the show before. If you've never heard the radio single version of the Wicker Man, it's better. It's the only a slight change goes, too. It's a slight change. It's one thing, and it's better. It's the, the, your the, time the album, will come, thy will be done. It's just, it's an extra, you know, instead of your time will come, your time will come. It's just a your time will come, thy will be done. It's just a little bit of extra thing. They cut it out of the mix when they put the album out, and it pisses me off to this day. Um, but I really, I really think that so good. Our, our one buddy, I really think that he was right, and he said that I think they did that because when they do it live, it, Bruce would be like, "It's too much for him to do in the short section." You know what I mean? It's possible because the lines oh, almost dude, overlap on co- one another. You've got some cool stuff on this list, man. So your list and mine are very different, but you've got some cool stuff on here. So my next one would be Sanctuary. I love that. It's a I great mean, song. You dude. know, it's actually funny. I was looking at a surprising amount of Diano era Iron Maiden is on here. And I think I really think it has to do with the fact that, you know, well, it's closer to punk. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you know, well, by the well, way, let's be. F- I know Iron Maiden is we, not punk. I'm saying that. No, well. Dude, they played in punk. They played in punk clubs when they first started out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you know, they they had that. They were, that- they, were they were they came up in the in the new Wabam music. Musically, they came up with new Wabam, but they came up in punk clubs, dude. They were new Wabam and punk put together. They were man. Yeah. It, there, there's no shame in it, dude. I, oh, I'm not and, saying you should be ashamed of it. No, no, but I mean, like, like, dude. I, I mean. I love the first Iron Maiden record, and I always will. If I ever did an Iron Maiden cover, it would be a Diano era. It would definitely be something like Running Free Board. or Sanctuary or something like that. You should do, or, or murder. You should do Murders in the Room. Murders in the Room, Og. You would have, dude. You have so much fun with that. Uh, I would probably I mean, actually. Charlotte I would, Harlot would be. I'd probably awesome. do Sanctuary right. just because that the riffing in that is a lot more like punk rock. The well, you know, that. yeah, dude. You know Running song Free I love, is another though, one, actually. Actually, oh, I do have it. Okay, dude, I love. I I gotta tell you, I love when Iron Maiden close their sets with that. It's mm-hmm. such a cool song to close your set with. By the way, I love the song "Remember Tomorrow." I know it's like the ballad on the first record. You know, I gotta tell you though, man. Remember tomorrow is such a great vocal performance by Paul. I mean, I know it's a ballad, and when you think of his voice, you think of, like, punk rock. Dude, the guy could sing. Paul could sing. 
Like, yeah, he was the raspy punk rock kind of vocalist. But listen to tomorrow. Remember, and by the way, I have live versions of it. I'm not talking Paul now. But, dude, early 1980s, like 1980, 1981, watch Paul play Remember Tomorrow Live. The dude nails it. He's awesome. Actually, I mean, let's be fair. His vocals in, Trans- in Transylvania are like his best vocals of his career. Ha ha. But that's a joke if you don't know what I'm talking about. Dude, come on. Sanctuary, Remember Tomorrow, Running Free, Phantom of the Opera, Charlotte the Harlot, and Iron Maiden. Dude, his vocals are flipping top notch on all those songs. So there any- they are. Rat Child, Murders in the Room Org. So his vocals are freaking amazing on those songs. No, and, and you know, the thing he doesn't, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's really funny. It's easy to hate Blaze, and it's only easy to hate. Because well, Blaze was wrong for eh. the band in every way. It's only easy to hate Paul because you like Bruce better. Because he was not a bad vocalist, and I I totally understand. No, I, I, I totally understand really- what they what they were doing. I totally understand what they were doing because you know they they wanted to go in a different direction. Like they wanted to take that next step. I don't think they could have taken the next step or the step they wanted to go in with Paul because they no. needed a they needed a powerful and they needed a a a I don't want to say powerful vocalist. They needed a they needed a well, vocalist that was on par with the direction they wanted to go. Let, Paul let me, let me had a ceiling. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe Killers was a little a it, it was hitting the ceiling pretty hard. On the on the self-titled record, if the band was going to keep doing their self-titled record, Paul was incredible. But they never would have numbered the beasted if it wasn't for him. No, could you imagine him going Six, 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 the number of the beast. You know, could you imagine him like well, doing that's my that? Fl- Dude, did you ever read stories about the hell that the producer put Bruce Dickinson through for Hallow Be the Name? Like, Bruce wanted to fight him because he kept making him do it over and over and over and over and over again. Did he Dude, say, the producer go sing it? Crap. <laughs> no, yeah, if you want it with vocals, go sing it. Dude, the producer was ruthless on Bruce and Number of the Beast. So yeah, dude, I totally agree. Anyway, so Sanctuary, dude, I, 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 I here's the thing, dude, I'm, I celebrate. Sanctuary dude, from the law. I, dude, I celebrate the Iron Maiden catalog. I'm, again, there's a few things I'm not into, but dude. Sanctuary, dude, it's amazing. And then, oh, I, I love the next, oh, dude, I've, the next one's awesome. I've told, the next I've one's told, awesome. I've told the story about Sanctuary, how I was driving in my car and I was listening to Sanctuary and there's that part where the police siren, you know, happens and I literally like was looking to pull over because I thought I was getting I thought I thought I had rollers behind me. <laughs> oh, rollers. I bet, I bet they have oh they've got skinobs. <laughs> Sorry, the Blues Brothers. Rollers. I still call them rollers, man. I know I do too. You know, do you do you have admit, the director? I gotta admit that there's a funny story about you. And it was um <laughs> was you were driving with our vocalist me and our other guitar player were driving to record our album together and you were driving with our vocalist and our vocalist of course he was he was uh he he was he 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 liked token the reefer yeah yeah it's legal now whatever but and i'll never forget a cop pulled him over because he was speeding he turned around you're like oh crap rollers and I only know that because you you told me about it later. But I just your your way you tell the story was hilarious. You're like, oh crap! But you didn't say crap. But you're like rollers. 
I don't know. It was funny. I guess you had to be there, but it's good stuff. Anyway, so next, my next song is Invaders. Um, uh, I, Dude, I that actually is a really great lo- song. I do, it's it's one of my favorites. Not like, it's on my list. Doesn't matter. It's a great song. I think it's often overlooked on Number of the Beast. Um, you know, Number of the Beast is such a, a classic album, and obviously the title track. You have the Prisoner. You have Run to the Hills. How would be that name? You know, I think. I think that uh, you know, Children of the Damned. I think Invaders is often overlooked. Um, Children of oh, dude, I just forgot. Oh. I saw them dude, play that. Sorry, I saw them play that last. Not the last. The last time I saw Iron Maiden, I think they played that one. Dude, you just made me think of like, dude, Revelations wasn't on my list, and that song's so good. Anyway, go on. So Invaders, the next song, The Prisoner, it's, again, if The Evil That Men Do is number one, The Prisoner is probably number two. Dude, I saw Um, him do it live. It's so cool. I'm a huge fan of the TV show. That's what's really funny. So, you know, we've done, we we, we had, our third, second or third episode, or the second or third episode of the first season was, you know, When Metal Goes Geek. And I really, really, really want to do that show again. Um, I, I would like to prep it, like not just walk in the door and like do it because I'd always feel like I forgot something, but you know, there's, I love listening to metal songs about content that, that I'm familiar with, uh, like the prisoner I've seen, I've seen the show like a bunch, I've watched the, the whole season a, a bunch of times. It's a weird freaking show. Um, but I, I you know, the, 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 the sample in the beginning of the, of the song, if you've never seen the show, you're, you probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but if you've seen the show, it's awesome. You well, know, I, I mean, yeah, I, 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 uh, I love, I love the show. Patrick McGowan. Um, it's just in the, the last episode is like a freaking acid trip. Like the last episode, you're like, what the hell is going on? I have no freaking clue. Um, Sam hell. Yeah. Seriously. It's like freaking oh my god it's like it's like an acid trip and people are dying and coming back as different people and it's like what the hell there's a guy with a top hat running around singing dem bones dem bones dem dry bones and everybody starts dancing and it's like what the hell anyways but the the prisoner is such an awesome and like as i was you know i told you i was i covered i am the law and i'm very familiar with judge dread so i've read so many judge dread stories i i um you know i've read a ton of them I have his first appearance, you know, U.S. appearance. I've, I've been trying to buy for years his first Great Britain appearance, but I can't find a copy under a grand. Um, maybe someday. But, uh, you know, so, so like, you know, as I'm recording this song, it's funny because you're singing these lyrics. And to, to somebody who, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm somebody who actually knows these stories. I know what the Apocalypse War is. I know who Anderson is. You know, like they say Dredd and Anderson won the fight. Um, you know, when they talk about like, you know, not even death can overcome his might. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know exactly what stories they're referencing. I know exactly like and, and everything else. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what about somebody who doesn't know? Like, you know, like what if somebody who's never heard of Judge Dredd is listening to Anthrax, does no clue that it's a comic book character, maybe doesn't even care. And they're like thinking, like reading these lyrics. I'm wondering, like. To them, what does that mean? Like, same with The Prisoner. If you've never seen The Prisoner, it's an incredible song, and it's really fun, but, like, at the same time, like, do you do you get it? You know what I mean? Like, is it, or is it just kind of like, well, it's a cool story or whatever. So, like, I, I but I, I always love when I'm, I'm listening to a song, and you're, you know, you, you kind of know the subject matter. You know what it was about, so you kind of get that extra little view into, like, the, like, 
the the lyricist mind you know what i mean like you get that little extra connection like ah i see what you did there like that line to, to anybody else is innocuous to me i know exactly what you're talking about do you know what i mean yeah so i that's that's the prisoner for me it's always one of my, one of my favorite songs caught somewhere in time is my next one yeah it's I've, so good i've told you before I can't wait for that, them to open with it that song that song is one of those songs, you know, it starts off with a with the keyboards and everything. Somewhere in time. I can't listen to that song driving. I can't do it. Do you know why? Because as soon as the I'm going 100 miles an hour. Like, it's one of those songs where you can't drive slowly. Like, you can't be on a road that's going 25 listening to Caught Somewhere in Time. Because as soon as that 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 intro comes through, and as soon as that part goes, your foot's like pushing down on the gas. Is that you know what I mean? So that song could wake the dead. Like that song could literally make a corpse get up and headbang. Um, I just love that song. And and, it, and the funny thing is, after that intro, it doesn't stop. Like, you know, normally Iron Maidens will do it, like Iron Maiden songs, they'll do in the middle, like, they'll go, or something like that. No, this one actually is one of their rare songs where from, from start to finish, it's just lightning fast. Um, Maybe that's why I like it so much. The second is The Clairvoyant. I love the song The Clairvoyant. Um, really, Me Seventh too. Son. Se- seventh Son is just, it's just that, if you were, you know, you used to talk about all the time how, Somewhere in time in Seventh Son, you'd go back and forth in terms of which one was at the time. You know, and this was, you know, 20 years ago. This is before Brave Dude, New I'm still World. with you. I still struggle with which one's better. I like them both. Yeah, but I'm saying like, you used to say, like, one of those two is your favorite Maiden albums. Again, this was 20-plus years ago. Um, I, I do, they, they still are. I mean, Seventh to Son me, probably just because it's on the, it's Seventh Son, but... Yeah. I mean, to me, it's Seventh Son. Like, if you're talking about front to back piece of work it's going to be seventh sun's probably my favorite uh you know uh, but, but moonchild but, is so cool like moonchild almost made seventh the list sun too seventh sun is a perfect record yeah but the highs on somewhere in time are the highest of their career i you know i've said that about metallica i mean really really they are like the the best the best parts of somewhere in time i mean sea of madness is a great song i mean they're all great songs Dude, Wasted Years is on that fucking record. Like, Adrian Smith's, the best song Adrian Smith ever wrote is, is Wasted Years. Mm-hmm. That is 100% an Adrian Smith song. It's amazing. It grooves, too. It's... So the lyrics are great. Yeah, I love that. So, no, and I was going to say, like... Seventh, like I, I was gonna say, but you were talking about like it's it's the same thing. I struggle with Metallica. Ride the Lightning is my favorite Metallica album. I think you know, Escape notwithstanding, I think it's I think it's absolutely a spectacular album. If it wasn't for Escape, it wouldn't be my favorite record. <laughs> but but I'm saying like Master of Puppets. I like certain songs on Master of Puppets better than anything on Ride the Lightning. But as a complete composition, I feel like Ride the Lightning is better. It's the same thing with you know with Iron Maiden. I, I think that's what you're saying in terms of like as a composition, maybe Seventh Son is superior, but somewhere in time has those few spikes that go higher than anything on 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 um 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 Seventh Son. I don't know. Maybe that's what you're saying. I don't know. But 
So the next is actually another Diano song, and the ghost just covered it, Phantom of the Opera. That again, you know, Dude, it's, it's funny. A lot the way, of this stuff is riffs for me. By the way, the last time I saw Iron Maiden in North Carolina, I heard them do Phantom of the Opera for sound check. We were in the parking lot getting pissed. Like we were so drunk. My my closest friend in in in, uh, in North Carolina, she's been sober for like a decade, and she's like, "I'll bring you. I'll go with you. I'll be sober. It'll be great. I'll show my boobies." We're like, "Okay." So um, I was there. My uncle was there. You know, our like other best friend was there. We drank so much, dude. I we were drinking mead out of a Viking horn, and we were just dude, we were just drunk. But we were the I think we were the sixth car to show up. It was like, seriously, we were the first couple of shows, cars to show up. And, uh, I, dude, I heard them do, because we were so early that we heard them do soundcheck. And we heard them do, we heard them do Phantom of the Opera for soundcheck. And I heard Bruce going, scream for me, Charlotte. Scream for me, Charlotte. During soundcheck, it was awesome. Awesome. Anyway, keep going. Good stuff. Uh, no, but Phantom of the Opera, you know, again, it's a riff thing for me. I love not only is the but I like it's a riff thing for me. You know, even even the middle part, that's the best part of the song. Yeah, I love that. Like, I don't know, it's just a great song from front to back. It's always been one of my favorite Iron Man songs. You know what's funny about that song? For years, I couldn't listen to it, and when I say I couldn't listen to it. I don't mean that I couldn't listen to it as and I didn't like it. I mean, I physically could not listen to it because at the time, the only copy of it I had was on Best of the Beast. And every copy, do you remember every copy of Best of the Beast, Phantom of the Opera skipped? Yep. It was a flaw in the manufacturing. And you could not listen to Phantom of the Opera because halfway through the song, it would start skipping. So, and everybody I knew who had a copy of Best of the Beast had the same problem. So for years, I couldn't actually listen to the song. Like I'd get halfway through and have to like fast forward because I I couldn't physically listen to it. So, um, you know, so so for years it took me a long time to like you know finally hear the rest of the song. Like when I finally got another copy of it, you know, we we talked about that. You know, and for years I was not an Iron Maiden fan and. And again, I didn't dislike Iron Maiden. I didn't hate them. No, I didn't think they were crap. Again, I just they were like me with Slayer. You liked them, you just weren't a fan. Yeah, I, I, I mean, liked them. I was cool. like, you know, like like you always say, Slayer to you is decade of aggressions. You know, Iron Maiden to me was best of the beast. You know what I mean? Like that was that was Iron Maiden to me. Not you know, and I knew there was more out there. If somebody put on Somewhere in Time or Seventh Sun, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't tell them to shut it off, but chances are I wouldn't go out and buy it. That changed for me, you know. I grew up over time, and you know, I got more into it. And you know, my, as you know, you expand or whatever, you you get more into bands. And that that you know, as as I got away from like the heavier like death metal and and industrial and 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 thrash, and, and I got more into like broaden my horizons a little bit. I started to kind of hear more of what was you know, and as I got exposed to more Iron Maiden, because again, we talk about all the time on the show, we didn't have a lot of money. So if you're going to if I if I've managed to scrounge together 20 bucks to go to the store and buy a CD, I'm going to buy something I know I'm going to like. I'm not going to roll the dice on an album that man, eh, maybe I'll like it, you know, so. So like at the you know, it took me a while to really kind of recognize Iron Maiden. I think a lot of I think a lot of guys who listen to really heavy metal are really, really like death and thrash and 
and and maybe grow up in that sphere. I think it takes a long time because I'll see I'll constantly see people who say stuff like, and we we kind of touched on this last episode. Oh, kiss they suck. Oh, you know, you know nobody listens to to Dio or you know Dio is kind of different because Dio kind of is beyond reproach. Give me Even one you, reason to not listen to yeah. the music of Ronnie James but, Dio. But I mean, like, yeah, I don't listen to Dio. I don't like Dio. I don't like that. I don't like New Wild. I don't, you know, but. It's one of those things where I think eventually everybody kind of comes around to at least appreciating it. You know what I mean? Um, so I, anyways, after Family of the Opera, I got Running Free. I'm running free. Yeah, I'm running free. Again, it's a really kind of punky song. and I love that song. Um, the next one actually is kind of surprised me. I, I actually really like the song Dream of Mirrors off of Brave song. New World. Um, oh, well, dude, I actually skipped Brave New World on my on my list, but dude, Dream of Mirrors is good. I only dream in black and white. And white. I oh. only dream. <laughs> I only dream in black and white. I only dream because I'm alive. alive. I had to sing it. It's yeah. a great song. The Mercenary's great. Dude, that, that whole record's good. And number 12, there's like four songs that I could have interchangeably put here and not been disappointed, but I just went with Aces High. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Aces High. Live to fly, fly to live, do or die, won't you run? It was either going to be that or Two Minutes to Midnight. Yeah, well, they they kind of they kind of go together in my head. Yeah. So, like, um, that's why I said, like, there's a handful of songs I would have put there. So that's my Iron Maiden list. I'm Man on the Ed- Man on the Edge, Evil at Men Do, Wicker Man, Sanctuary, Invaders, The Prisoner. Caught somewhere in time, the clairvoyant, Phantom of the Opera, Running Free, Dream of Mirrors, Aces High. So it's funny how we walked into this episode without anything to talk about, worried we were just going to sit here and like, you know, like you're just going to hear pull our pud in the background, you know, like, well, I got nothing better to do. Uh, (laughs) All right, let's do this. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. I want to do a couple more of these. because You got to take a squeege. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a squirt. Here's what, here's what I say. I, I don't want to know, but you're you're up next to pick the band. Oh, crap. You started with Maiden. I went to Slayer. You go next. I'm going to take a squirt. And um, yeah, yeah, we'll come back. It'll be fun. You want to finish be, her off? Yeah, yeah you, can, you can finish her off uh, if you want. You don't have to. I don't really, I don't really just, care. Just make sure you're only wearing one rubber glove when you ask can, that. Can we be fair? I don't rightfully care if she finishes as long as I do. We're fine. <laughs> Just but, make sure um, make sure when you ask that question, you're only wearing one rubber glove, though. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> always remember. Again, don't Fight Club. A, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Or at least don't tell her your real name. You know, like, <laughs> What's your name? On. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. It's always Vinny. Vinny. I hear you have a small pecker. You, I don't even know who you are, and you heard that. Like, I, I just everybody in the everybody in the world whose name is Vinny. When they walk up to someone and they meet a woman, they're like, "I hear you have a small pecker." <laughs> Every Vinny in the world, like, <laughs> they all feel bad because there's one Vinny out. Well, there might be more than one, but there's one Vinny out there with a small pecker. And that Vinny has ruined peckers for every Vinny in the world. He has ruined peckers. The entire country of Italy is screwed because one Vinny has a small pecker. (laughs) It's just the fact you said that guy ruined peckers. (laughs) All right. All right. Take us out to break. 
and then right. we'll come back and you got you, you hey look you've got a couple of minutes while this. i take a squirt you can figure I out gotta, i gotta take a squeege too man well, th- well yeah but i'm saying like then you can figure out what band you want to pick uh, i mean it, 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 it if it's one that we both at least kind of like it's way more fun but Vinny <laughs> ruined peckers for everybody. He ruined peckers for everybody. <laughs> oh man, I'm a dick. Anyway, take us a break. <laughs> All right. Okay, in spite of Vinny ruining peckers for everybody, um, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back here in the Heavy Metal Hangover. I think I have an idea of what I'm going to give you for the next band. And I, I, I'm going to throw you something that I think is going to be hard for you. Okay? Yep. And this is the first band that popped into my head when I gave it two seconds worth of thought Crap. that All might right. be hard for you. You ready for this one? Yeah. And, and maybe you're going to tell me, ah, uh, you're full of crap. Ah, you're full of crap. That this is going to be easy for you. I want you to pick... Your ideal ACDC. Oh, crap. Okay, that's hard. Um, I figured it would be. All right, let me see. Because I know ACDC is one of the, another one of those bands where you celebrate their entire catalog. Or at I least do. A majority of it. Uh, let me look. Hold on. I'm scrolling real quick. We're doing this fast. Now, I got a question um, for you, though. Yeah. So we talked about, you know, we talked about another band previous to this whom, you know, vocalists were a big part of the sound of the band and they change vocalists quite often. Would it have changed your list if Iron Maiden did a tour and they said, we got Paul, we got Blaze, and we got Bruce, and they're going to do their own songs? No, not really. Really? Well, I mean, I, I mean, maybe, maybe there's a couple of songs that would have been like, all right, that'd be cool. Um... All right. That so, would be cool. No, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it would have. I mean, like, yes, there were some songs like, well, Remember Tomorrow, it would never pick. But, it, well, mind you, if 40 years ago Paul was doing it, um, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. That would be cool. And, and, and well, it Blaze, too. Like, uh, Lord of the Flies is a great song. I would really only rather hear Blaze do it. Um, um, so with think. ACDC, um, what, do you think it would impact it if, I mean, through the through the miracle of, of technology and science, we were to yeah, say, you yeah, know what? It probably would. We got Bond. Um, we got Bond. We he's he's uh, he's in the back. He he he's resurrected, drinking Jack Daniels in the back. You know, I, and again, I'm not I'm not making that a stipulation because it's impossible. I was just curious if, if that would have impacted your decisions. So for me, I don't have that problem when, you know, you threw me Slayer. Tom's been the voice of Slayer forever. Um, and truthfully and honestly, Gary, Gary or Jeff, I mean, obviously I'm always going to want to see Jeff, but there's not enough differences in the songs of either one of them playing it where it's going to be like, a, oh, only Jeff can play this, you know? Only Jeff can tremolo pick that low E string, you know, like <laughs> right. Well, okay, but but can I it, say all it, right? My it, next list 
in this it's going to be, be versus my next ooh. list would be singer dependent. Okay. Because there's one song on here that without Bond I don't want to see it. Does that make sense? It's 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 a case of ooh versus ooh. Right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Dude, I just put my ACDC list together in like 10 seconds. We you know, it's funny. We always talk about how how what, what, how do we describe Bond? Like, we always say that Brian Johnson's sleazy, but how do we describe Bond? Like, okay, the way I describe him. Bond Scott is going to show up at the bar, get drunk, kick your ass, and screw your girlfriend and your mother. Brian Johnson is going to show up to the bar, and he's going to screw your girlfriend and your mother. But he's gonna do it in such a fun way that you're that you're gonna be fine with it. You know? <laughs> you're like, no. Oh, he can screw him. But both. but Bon Bon will kick your ass and then screw your girlfriend. <laughs> Brian Brian will do it, but you'll think it's okay. You Brian will do it, and <laughs> like, he'll be like, "All right, <laughs> all right, here we go, dude." I'm drinking, so I just threw these together super you fast. You like drinking? <laughs> okay. There is one song that is dependent on Bon Scott resurrecting to do it, though. Here we go. Number one, Live Wire. Love it. Number two, The Jack, which I prefer Bon, but I like them both. The next one, dude, can I sit next to you, girl? Has to be Bon. It just does. Otherwise, here's my set. Understanding that can I sit next to you, girl, has to be Bon. Here's my list. I took 10 seconds to do this. And it's funny how many are from the same records. But Live Wire, The Jack, Can I Sit Next to You, Girl, Whole Lot of Rosie, Girls Got Rhythm, If You've Got Blood, If You Want Blood, You've Got It, Mistress for Christmas, Money Talks, Hard as a Rock, Hail Caesar, Ball Breaker, Boogeyman. <clears throat> yes, I am aware. All of my Brian Johnson is the Razor's Edge and, and, and Ball Breaker. Yes, I'm aware. I'm I'm okay with that. Yes, I'm aware. The Live Wire, The Jack, and Can I Sit Next to You, Girl, are all from the first record. Yes, I am aware that, you know, you got a whole lot, whole lot of Rosie, but then you've got Girls Got Rhythm, and if you want blood, you've got it. Um, the only, I, I mean, uh, like, I mean, Love at First Feel is awesome because, you know, I like copping a feel. I like boobies, and let's be fair, I don't want to know her real name, but that's it, right? Dude, I didn't think about this. Like, maybe if I listen to ACDC all day and try to pick songs. But seriously, Live Wire, The Jack, Can I Sit Next to You, Girl, Whole Lot of Rosie, Girls Got Rhythm, If You Want, if you've got Blood, If You Want Blood, You've Got It, Mistress for Christmas, Money Talks, Hard as a Rock, Hail Caesar, Ball Breaker, Boogeyman. And dude, if you're, if you're a legit ACDC fan and you like the album Ball Breaker, which I know a lot of people don't, if you like the album Ball Breaker... I think you would look at this list and go, they might not be the 12 you'd pick, but they're all awesome songs. <clears throat> I'll give you that. I didn't think about it, dude. I didn't like, you know, I know I did that fast, but. Yeah, I know. I'm doing mine pretty fast, too, because I'm trying not to think about it. Um, and, you know, there's a few songs on there that I'm having trouble not picking. Um, like, but... I skipped Back in Black, but, like, like Hell's Bells from Back in Black would be on my list, probably. But... It is not. Be I've only seen ACDC once. I saw my 18th birthday when I mean, you were there. But like I saw them on my 18th birthday. Yes, I've seen ACDC. But like, I'm just kind of sick of Back in Black. Like, 
I love the record. I think we all do. I think everybody does. I just don't get excited about it. Like, it's not my go-to record. It's not because it's not great. I've just heard it so many times. Yeah, Dude, when I the only time I listen to Hell's Back in Black. Bells is a song that I will always love, but I've heard it before. The only time I really ever listen to Back in Black, to be honest with you, is when I'm going through all of the albums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too, for the most part. I'm surprised you didn't put Love at First Feel on here. <laughs> no, I just said, like, Love at First Feel is my song that should be on my list, but is that's what I'm saying. Like, Love at First Feel is my almost, the one that's almost on my list. Again, though, that would have to be Bond. It would have to be Bond. Because, dude, if it was Brian, he'd make an innuendo about it. He wouldn't say Love at First Feel. He'd be like, you know, I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> it would be Love at First Feel. It would be like... I was going to say, you know, lunch for first meal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he would he would be silly about it. Oh. No, you, you know, let, let's be fair. Do you want to know what the difference is? Dude, I just I just figured it out right now. You, you asked me a few... Hold on. You asked me a few minutes ago to describe the, like, perviness difference of Bon Scott versus Brian Johnson. I've got the answer, dude. It's easy. You ready for this? Hmm. I'm right. I'm totally right. Bond Scott is Sean Connery, James Bond. Brian Johnson is Pierce Brosnan, James Bond. Bond Scott is the <laughs> run along, darling, man talk. And Brian Johnson is the, you know, why don't we skirt the issue? Like, that's what it is. I guess that's I it. see that's that. Yeah. It's serious. It's the same thing. We're like, Bond Scott would, would bang your old lady, but he'd you know, kick your ass first. And I don't know, maybe, total, maybe, like, we'll, maybe the Roger Moore instead of the Pierce Brosnan. Well, I, I just, I just said Pierce Brosnan because of what, well, well, sure. Even if you want to say it that either way, you, I'm just saying Bon Scott is Goldfinger. Brian so, Johnson is <laughs> octopusy. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking the world is not enough, but whatever. Hi, I'm I'm plenty, plenty O'Toole. Ha, huh, named after your father, no doubt. Named after your father, no doubt. I was like, I'm. What, what was the name of the doctor? Mary Goodhead or something? Do- doctor, um, God, what, uh, 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 I'm almost God, positive it was Goodhead. Yeah, it was Goodhead. What was the first? Uh, Holly Goodhead. Holly Goodhead. Yeah, I couldn't remember the first. Oh, I know it was Goodhead, but I couldn't remember the first name. Holly Goodhead. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Moonraker is go. Oh. Look, dude, I again, I pretty much celebrate the entire James Bond. There movies. will never be a better line as "My name is Pussy Galore." <laughs> it must be dreaming. Must be dreaming. <laughs> there will never um, be a better line. Like, um, like I, 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 admittedly, I like them all, but not equally. Like. <sighs> Even the the Daniel Craig movies, Casino Royale kicks ass, and Skyfall is unbelievably good. Quantum of Solace is kind of like, meh. But Tomorrow Never Dies was, eh. Personally, do you know what I think the worst James Bond movie is? Legitimately, Die Another Day. Yes, I agree. Terrible. 100% agree. Uh, Brosnan- and it had promise, too, because when they, when like... 
when they showed Bond getting captured and he's getting like tortured and everything, it's like, oh man, how's he going to get out of this one? And then it just completely crapped the bed like two seconds later. Did, did you and I saw it in theaters. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean, I know they put Halle Berry in it, but like there's another that's, movie where that's she part of the reason why bo- it was so bad. <laughs> there, well, do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The only Halle Berry mo- movie worth seeing is Swordfish, and I love it's Swordfish. only to see her boobies. And let's be you fair, see her boobies and Monsters Ball too. Can I just go actually? Out on the actually, here you see. Say, actually, to be honest with you, in Monsters Ball, you see Billy Bob Thornton like lay some pipe with her. So. And dude, I share a birthday with Billy Bob Thornton. Like, if he wants to hump Halle Berry, like I will fist bump the guy and buy him a drink. Dude, there there is rumors awesome. going around for a lot that that scene was so realistic that there are rumors going around that they actually like did it like there there is like a lot of rumors that famous scene of swordfish where she's like sunbathing and she shows her boobies and it was just you know what the funny thing about that scene is 100 impressive well no the 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 funny thing about that scene is it was 100 like dude we need to get Halle berry to show her boobs or else no one's gonna see this movie like literally because it's not like you know part of a scene it's literally like she's sitting there reading a book and then lowers the book said here's my boobs and then smiles and it's the end of the scene <laughs> like it's not even like yeah it's completely out of context like i mean like they're not even impressive boobs they're just kind of boobs no, Halle like, Berry's okay, pretty, like Halle Berry's pretty damn impressive in my opinion but <laughs> well i'm not saying she's not i'm saying her boobs are just kind of like whatever it's but, not it, dude it's not oh man come on um no, but it's, there I, are so. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. Like I, I don't what know. What I was like, gonna say is it's not wild things. It's not like you you watch wild things for a pool scene. It's not Denise Richards and her boobies in a pool. It's just or, a set or of boobies. Champagne like, dumped all, right. all over them. You're like no. whatever. I mean, hello, and, they're boobies. Her nips. Her nips were hard. I give her that. They they <laughs> definitely iced them before they filmed it. But like. Whatever, it's cool, but no, legitimately though. But I was gonna say about Bond Scott is definitely Sean Connery. James Bond is all I'm getting at. I was gonna say like you know, and uh, I was gonna say like there, you know. Anyways, so I got my ACDC lister. Did you finish yours? (coughs) Yeah, I think so. Okay, so I got my (laughs) ACDC list, and this again completely off the top of my head, and I'm thinking about songs that. Would be fun to see oh, you, live. Your, your Not, first one better be because of the smolts. That's all I'm saying. Schmaltz. White man had the schmaltz. Black man had the blues. <laughs> no one knew what they were going to do, but Tchaikovsky had the news. Let there be light. The, small, the schmaltz. That's the, schmaltz. the best part. No, I, I think that... You know why I love Let There Be Rock so much? That riff is easily the heaviest thing ACDC ever wrote. The... I just love that. Um, it's such a driving heavy song. Like it's just, it's it's long too. It's another one of those songs that doesn't feel as long as it is. Um, Money Talks is actually one of my all time favorite ACDC songs. It's not even it, it's 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 one of those songs where I don't realize how much I like it until I hear it and I'm singing it for like the next two weeks. Like, I'm walking around for two weeks going, come on, come on, love me for the money. Like, seriously. Um, TNT, come on. TNT. I'm dying. It's got oi. those classic you ACDC. Like it, you like punk and they say, oi. Well, oi. Oi. But it's actually got those those classic T, those classic ACDC backup vocals. TNT. <laughs> like, those, like, TNT. 
Uh, same as that dirty deeds and the dunder cheap. Like those classic ACDC dirty like uh, vocals. Uh, dirty deeds is actually not on my list, surprisingly. Um, next is Ball Breaker. Again, I, I agree with you. That album is often overlooked. But that song, again, I love the... It, you know, it's funny because for me... I don't know how it's rated like their worst album. I don't get it. I don't either. I think it truthfully has to do with timing. Like, think about it this way. I was talking to a friend of mine who's who's young. I work with him. He's younger than me, right? He's into like classic rock. Loves like you know all the same stuff we do. Like he's he's not like a metal metal guy, but he likes he like he's seen King Diamond. Like he likes that stuff. Um, you know he 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 loves ACDC. And he was talking to me, and he goes, you know, uh, Black Ice. And and that stuff he goes he goes that was his first ace or uh, even uh, uh, stiff upper lip. I told him I'm like yeah I'm not really into stiff upper lip. It's not a bad album, but like That's it's a not good album. But yeah, I'm with it's you. a good album. But like you know I'm just kind of like eh. By that point I'd already been like okay I already know what my ACDC is. I don't you need more. You know what I mean? And uh, so he was well, like, well my was, ACDC was probably Razor's Edge and Ballbreaker because that that was like right. But the records but, that came out when I was a. I, when I was that age, yes and no, because the reason I say well, what no I mean is, is like, because Ballbreaker came out. Well, Ballbreaker. That's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm point, talking though. like age when they came out, but yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Ball, like that's 96. my. That is what you're saying is exactly the point I'm trying to make. Like Ballbreaker came out when you were getting like, and when I say getting into music, I don't mean like just discovering there was this thing called music, but when you were starting to buy your own stuff. You know, like when you were starting to go to the store and buy your own albums, not just whatever your parents had or whatever oh, I was definitely on MTV. Got hard, I, yeah, I definitely got Ball Breaker like when it came out. Like I, I that's what that I mean. Record. So, so, I so you, like yeah. we were talking about how Stiff Upper Lip and Black Ice. He's he's like, yeah, those were the albums I bought when I first discovered ACDC because they were the newer ones or they were what was out. And I was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And and we talk about this all the time, like. You know, you. I think you said in the show a thousand times. Like a lot of times, your favorite album by a band isn't the best album. It's the one you have the most attachment to. It's the first one you ever got by them, or or your favorite one out of the ones that were out when you were first getting into the band. You know, like maybe maybe so maybe Ballbreaker was out, but you've heard Razor's Edge because you're like, oh, Ballbreaker's pretty good, and the Razor's Edge. So oh, it's Razor's Edge because you know I remember listening to that. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, I get why a lot of people probably say it's not Ball Breaker, because a lot of people writing those lists, twofold. First of all, it's popular to say Ball Breaker is not a good album. It's just kind of like the easy one. And second of all, lo- by that point, one. by that point, everybody's already found their ACDC, so they're, they kind of discard it. Like, if you were to ask me rank all the ACDC albums, I promise you Stiff Upper Lip, Black Ice, and Rocker Bust are going to be at the bottom of the list. Is it because they're bad albums? No, it's because they don't mean anything to me. You know what I mean? No, so, I totally know. So anyway, so Ball Breaker. So next is She's Got Balls again. But most important of all, let me tell you, the lady's got balls. She's got balls. And then here it comes. She's got balls. She, That's the, the best part is that she's got ball. The, the, ball, the, the, the little the, pause. The, the short pause. Yeah. yeah. She's got balls. <laughs> like that little beat in between. <laughs> um, I love that song, though. Next is, of course, I agree with you, the Jack. Because no part of any song is as good as she's got 
the Jack, and who knows what who else? Knows what else? <laughs> yeah, it's the best part of the whole album. Like that's the best a, part of their career. That's the best part of their career is, and who knows what else? <laughs> who knows what else? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that just, it's easily the best part of their, uh, their entire career. She's got the Jack, and who knows what else? <laughs> Oh man, Bon, you're a tr- you were a treasure. Um, next, if you want blood, you've got it. Our band used to cover that song because I, I think I like, I think that was mostly me pushing for it because it. Yeah, I never again, really was, learned it. I just played it because you know. Yeah, it's four. Oh, I got a hard one next. All right, and uh, you know I love that song. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. I love that song so much. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. If you want to be a star of stage and screen, look out. It's rough and mean. It's a long way. Um, Shoot. So this is my one off if I could speak back in black and that shoot to thrill. Um, Again, it has to do with the freaking riff. That chorus riff, the burn, like that, the the shoot the thrill, every kill, too many women. That riff is just so freaking awesome. Um, it's such a high energy song. Um, next is whole lot of Rosie because how could you do how could you do an ACDC live set without whole lot of Rosie? Whole lot of women. As long as they do the inflatable, the, the inflatable hua, like the the, the big Rosie. By the way, I hope I hope when you come to New York City um, to see Was, that, totally well, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wasn't okay. gonna say that. Well, I was because I like Hua. I was I gonna say, say I hope that you have it. an opportunity to say Hua the appropriate way. <laughs> I was, you're like, I hope you get the opportunity to get a Hua. I was like, well, I, I, why else would you go to a city? The only reason to go to New York City is because there was Hua's there. I was gonna say I hope hey. that you get to say Hua an appropriate way. <laughs> hey. She was a whore. She was a whore. She hit me. Um, and my last one is Gotcha by the Balls. So I, I have, I have, what, two of the two? Uh, no, I have three of the four of the Ball Saga. Yeah. <laughs> I only didn't put Big Balls on there only because, as funny and as entertaining as a song that's Big Balls is, I can't see it being it's, a very good live I song. I don't care to see them play that live. I know. It's I mean, funny to listen to on the album, but it's like one of those things where, you know, it's kind of like, it's funny when it comes up on the album, but like, I'm not going to, you know, the joke, but by the time they play it live, okay, I get the joke. Balls. Ha ha. They're parties and they're your nuts. I get it. Ha ha. You know, like, I, hey, she was a whore. <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> Shit. No, I know. Like, it, it's. Ah. Uh, all but right, got gotcha you so, by the balls. She's got you by the balls. Got gotcha you by the balls. I love that song. She's got you by the balls. Love it. Anyway, all right. So I think I, I do think we have time for one more. I know we're not really running long yet, but I have a feeling we're not gonna have time for me. Okay. So <laughs> running I'm long. Do by yeah. the order that I thought of them. Oh great. What's this now? And, no 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you pick. I'm gonna have you pick between the two. Without telling you who they are, but just just hear me out here. Wait, how am I supposed to pick without knowing? No, 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 no. Hold on. I know which one is A, and I know which one is B, and they're based on which order I thought of them. So I'm going to tell you for yours. I'm going to ask you the next one, and that'll probably be it for the night. Do you want A or B? And I, I'm telling you, I, I I will promise you 100. 
A is the one I thought of first, and B is the one I thought of second. Do you want A or B? Uh, B. Kiss. Kiss? Oh, geez. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, this should be fun. Um, I know A, a was a different band. Uh, uh, that would have been hard, too. I actually think Kiss is harder. Um, no, nah, I don't know. They're both hard. They both suck. Oh, okay. They both really suck. Like, so wait, 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 wait. Uh, I do have a question. Yeah. Is this Kiss like today? Or is it Kiss like we saw we saw him in two thousand with the original? Band? I don't no, no. I, I, I'm I am throwing out I, I'm taking time out of all of this. Okay. Because like I mean, dude, if you see a band now, you're like, well like if I see Queensryche, you know, like like I want Jeff there. Like I forget about all that crap. I, I mean, really we're picking our the the song the twelve songs we would most like to have seen live. I mean, dude, there's Metallica songs. Like, I really don't want to see that Cliff was there. I get it. <laughs> you want me to say what? Like, I don't get it. I don't it. get it. Is that it? All right. So what are your 12 songs by <clears throat> Kiss? <clears throat> so I'm... I'm this I'm, this, this I'm, one actually kind of sucks because there's a bunch. Yeah, I know. Um, there's a bunch. The other one was harder. Let me say this. This one's harder because there's more songs to choose from. The last one, the other one would have been harder because you would have been pissed if you had to leave one out. Like, like you would have had 13 and been like, damn it, which one do I cut out? This one's harder due to sheer volume of songs. The other one was harder due to the songs that were on the list. Anyway. Oh, this is hard because, like, now I'm having trouble thinking of which ones. Um... Oh man. Okay, so I'm going to start off with my most obvious one. King of the Nighttime World is actually one of my all-time favorite Kiss songs. Uh it might be my favorite Kiss song of all time. I'm the king of the nighttime world. And it's funny cuz it's not one that's ever on any of their greatest hits, but it is on Destroyer. Um So let me think here what else. Man, Sonic Boom. We'll sucks. do it on a live too. They do it on a live too. Yeah, but that that they were touring on the album at that when they recorded that. Well, sure. I'm saying like it's never on their greatest. Like it's never on. It's not on double platinum. It's not on smashes, thrashes, and hits, and whatever other greatest hits they put out. I'm talking. I'm not talking about live albums because I mean, if you're gonna tour on an album, you're gonna you're gonna play like the that was one of the bigger songs off of there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I misread something and I was like, wait, what? Um, let me see here. Um, this is tough. This is real tough. Okay, so I know that obviously I said King of the Nighttime World. Um, man. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to say Um Okay, so King of the Nighttime World, Parasite. I love the song Parasite. Parasite Lady. Again, that's another song. It's not on double platinum, it's on Deuce. I love Deuce. If you yeah, if you you know your man is working hard, he's worth a deuce. Awesome song. Um Yeah, I'm gonna have to put that. Uh you know it's you know it's funny. No uh, I'll get, when I get to it, I'll talk about it. But shock me. I love the song Shock. You know it's funny, I a lot of these songs. So when I first got into Kiss, and you were the same because I was there for it. When you and I almost I think you and I bought double platinum like almost Pretty Not, much, yeah. I got it from BMG. You bought it right after me. Yeah, I yeah. I bought it right after you because I didn't know what double. I didn't know double platinum existed. And then you you told me like, hey, I got this great greatest hits by Kiss, and I'm like, oh, I need that. So I bought it, and that was my first exposure to Kiss. And it's 
funny because a lot of the songs that I later on got into from Kiss had they weren't on double platinum. Now I still love double platinum and I still think it's a great album, uh, greatest hits, you know, as far as those go. But a lot of my favorite songs I ended up actually getting into from Alive and Alive Two, and then of course later on the albums. Um, so Parasite, Deuce, Shock Me. And I love the fact that that was written about Ace Frehley getting electrocuted backstage by accident. <laughs> he, I guess somebody left like a wire exposed and he touched the railing to go onto the stage and he like flew back like 10 feet and they thought he was dead. Um, and that's when he came up with the idea for shock me, baby, feel better. Shock me. I love that. Song. Anyways, um, the next one's actually going to be a surprise for you. Okay. This one is probably going to be a very unpopular one. Uh, the song which song off that record did you pick? I. Yeah, okay. The song off of Music from the Elder, I. Because that song to me is one of the catchiest songs and I think because it's on that album which admittedly is pretty terrible, um I Believe in me. Oh, I, I believe in something more than you can ever know. Because I believe in me. I think that song is so freaking catchy. And I think if it was on any other album, it would have been a lot more popular of a song. Um, so the next couple, I, I, I you know, I'm going to take this one off for now because I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Next is going to be shouted out loud. Did you? This is what I was talking about. Did you know that I was shocked? Like, I always, again, it's it's remembering things as you want to remember them, not as they actually were. I was, I I went back to listen to Double Platinum, and I couldn't believe Shout It Out Loud's not on Double Platinum. Yeah, I guess I don't remember it being not on there, but. I th- I think of Shout It Out Loud as being on, on Double Platinum. But I was listening to Double Platinum, and I'm like, well, there's no Shout It Out Loud. Shout it. Shout it, shout it shout out, it out loud. You got song. to have a party. Uh, that's, oh, that's I know. That's the song is awesome, though. You got to have a party. You got to have a party. Shout it. Next, I would say God of Thunder. I mean, again, if King of the Nighttime World is not my favorite Kiss song, it's going to be God of Thunder. I bought Gene Simmons' solo album strictly for... Uh, because I thought it was going to be like God of Thunder. And I read a review one time, and it was like a lot of people bought Gene's solo album expecting God of Thunder and oh, instead yeah, got that, instead got that they were living in sin at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> which, I mean, if you're at the Holiday Inn, you might as well you know, live in sin, which is his way of saying he was banging people. But um, Of course. Know, well, fine. I mean, that's what Gene did. Um, I bang people every hotel I go to just... I don't afford the Holiday Inn, you know. I'm normally like, <laughs> oh, can I say it? Oh, <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, anyway, I'm gonna, anyway, anyway. It's okay. Detroit Rock it's City. We'll just, yeah. Um, Love Gun. Detroit Rock City and Love Gun. I've got a, those two. Th- those are those are musts for me for a live set. You know, my my biggest struggle here is I want to put 80s Kiss. Like, I want to put stuff like Lick It Up. I want to put Crazy Nights. I'm with you. I want to put... Crazy Nights is so good. Great. I want to put stuff... Even off Creatures of the Night, like, I want to put I Love It Loud or War Machine or the title track. Um, And it's funny because... and, And Revenge is what's tripping me up. Because 
I love the song See, so much. I was much. wondering if you're going to put like Unholy or Deuce. Unholy or, was on or, there or for a hot domino, not, not Deuce, but Domino. Well, God gave rock and roll to you, too, because I don't think there's a person yeah, in the world song. who cannot like that song. God gave rock and roll, roll to you. To you. <laughs> you know, sometimes life's a drag. Rock and roll. I mean, it's a cover, but still. I don't care. It's, it's a still cover, like, but anyway. But yeah, I know it's a cover, but like, you know, I we've said this before. There are times when bands do cover songs that it tra- like look like come on feel the noise. Who the hell is listening to Slade covering listening oh. to Come on Feel the Noise? Oh, no, you're gonna Slade. listen to Choir Ride. You don't. You don't. You don't like Slade. You Mama, like we're Slade. all crazy now. You're not I think that was what, the runaways? You're not I mean I don't, maybe you're listening. Maybe you're I think it was the runaways. I may be mistaken, but you're gonna you're gonna listen to Quiet Riot if you're listening to Come on Feel the Noise. You know, you're gonna oh, no, listen no, that's also Slade. Sorry, that's me being dumb. Oh, is it also, also Slade? Slade? Okay. Um like like you know, like the other, like uh, who? What's another big famous cover that somebody did? Um, uh, 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 once bitten, twice shy. Yeah, the, once the bitten, great twice white, shy. You're, also a cover. You're gonna listen to Great White. You know, like there are some cover songs where it. Oh, all along the Watchtower. You're well, yeah, you're probably I mean, gonna Dylan listen to like, Hendrix. Well, screw my version. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you know, if you're gonna listen to all along the Watchtower, unless you're a Bob Dylan super fan, or if you've heard all along the Watchtower. Chances are you've heard Hendrix's version way more often I mean, than you've is, heard that is, Dylan's that is version. generally considered the greatest cover of all time. And wh- whether you like it or not, that's not the point. It's like, well, okay, it's hard to argue against. But right. anyway. Well, but my, my point... Yeah, but my that, point, That's a song that came out and two days later, someone else got a hold of it and went, oh, I'll make this better. Well, that's my point, though. My point is sometimes cover songs... Are good enough. Oh, by the way, is Plastercaster making your list? Dude, Plastercaster <laughs> is awesome. No, but I did. They, they played that on Unplugged. I swear. I'm pretty damn sure. I gotta look. Hold on. Oh, no. Wait. Um. Yeah, they did. They played it on Unplugged. I was like, dude, they totally used to play that live. But all right, I'm not crazy. They played it on Unplugged. I just looked it up. So I'm having trouble it. picking my last one. So. I, I got did, mine, but I, I did it quickly without thinking about it. Like I, I did God Gave Rock and Roll to you because, again, sometimes life's a drag. I love the song Unholy, though. Unholy. And uh, Calling Dr. Love has got to be my number 11. And you know what? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm, I'm going to, you know, there's so many more 70s Kiss songs that I want to hear. But I'm going to put, now my question is, is it going to be, uh, you know what? I, I think it might be. Who wants to be lonely? I don't know. Like, who wants to be lonely? Who wants to Great be song. with you tonight? Oh, oh but man, it's uh, uh, crazy nights. Lick it up. I'm going to say it. Screw it. I'm saying who wants to be lonely. It's not their best song by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you know what? I don't care. Um, it's, it's what I'm going to put down because that's a catchy song. Who wants to be? It's it's also the song where Gene looks like someone's angry grandmother. <laughs> the video, well, the yeah. video. He literally looks like someone's angry grandmother. Well, uh, yeah. No, no, I, I, I totally agree. So I got um, what's yours? All right. I, again, no thought put into this, and admittedly, it's probably just kind of like 
the Alive records, with a few exceptions. Okay, Deuce, gotta be on there. Absolutely. Cold Gin, gotta be on there. Black Diamond, gotta be on there. Hotter Than Hell, gotta be on there. Creatures of the Night, gotta be on there. By the way, if you don't have the album Alive 3, they open with Creatures of the Night. That's why I'm such a big fan of that song. Admittedly, I bought Alive 3, God, what was it, like 96? I gotta see when this came out. I swear to God, I got that like right when it came out. But it was because I had the BMG Music Club thing. Um, I'm, let me make sure I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Um, when did it come out? Like 96-ish? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I lied. It came out in 93. I did not get it right when it came out. I did get it on, on BMG, but um, they, they open with Creatures of the Night. It's amazing. So Deuce, Cold Gin, Black Diamond, Hotter Than Hell, Creature of the, of the Night. I love it loud. I don't care. I love that song. War Machine. Amazing song. You better watch out because I'm a war machine. Dude, Firehouse. Get the Firehouse. I kind of want to. One of these days I'm going to cover Firehouse. I love that song. Because she um, sets our soul on fire. I always liked the song Do You Love Me. I think it's cool. I do. Uh, uh, I do too. It's it's probably not one of their best songs, but I love it. I'm totally with you on Paradise. Strutter has to be on there. And Love Gun because it's about his dick. Like, I... I, I, I no, I think of the movie Role Models. It, it's about Paul wait, Stanley's wait, Paradise. Dick. Which one's Paradise. Uh, I paradise parasite. Sorry, I wrote it wrong. Oh, I I I'm I'm not trying to be a jerk. I literally thought you meant a different song. No, 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 no. no. I I I, I, I meant to say I, I wrote like, paradise. I meant to wait, say wait, wait. When do we get to meatloaf? <laughs> when do we switch to meatloaf? <laughs> no, no. So Deuce, Cold Gin, Black Diamond, Hotter Than Hell, Creatures of the Night, I Love It Loud, War Machine, Firehouse, Do You Love Me, Parasite, Strutter, Love Gun. I love, love Gun, admittedly, because of the movie Role Models. I love awesome. uh, I love in his book where Paul's talking about it. He goes, he goes. Oh, they think we're promoting guns. He goes, that song wasn't about a gun. It's about my dick. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Well, wh- which is why, which is why in the movie Role Models, like it's you hear that song. It's about his dick. <laughs> Dude, Role Models is such an amazing movie. Dude, you know my favorite line of that whole movie is when he's like, "I'm gonna run a train on those chicken tenders." <laughs> <laughs> and dude, it's got it's got it's got um multiple people from the state in it. Oh god. Like seriously, if you've never seen the movie Role Models, um you, you like, got to see uh, it. Um uh what you call it? Um Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I was thinking of I was thinking of I love you man. I was like, "Why you're not a big fan of the Jack Off station?" Well, no, 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 no. Well, he's got a jerk off station. Like, <laughs> I love the fact it's a station. Like <laughs> Like, okay, all I was going to say about role models it's is like, that it has Ken Marino, <laughs> Carrie Kenny, and Jolo who were all on the state. Like, it's got three people from the state in the movie. The so, if you've never seen role models, Holy crap! Watch that movie. It, it, it uh, dude. I love when it. <laughs> uh, Hail Xanthia! Like it's, dude. It's such a cool movie. Oh, what's his name? The uh, king in that dude. movie. That guy rules too. I can never oh, remember oh, his name. Oh yeah, um, 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 a Ken, Doctor Ken, Ken, yeah, Ken Jong or something. I for, it's yeah, Ken, Ken Jong. 
Something um, like that. He's a doctor. He's a he's a medical doctor. Yeah, no, he's a doctor. He rules. Like, he's like the coolest the, dude. He is hilarious in everything he's in. I, well, and and when Joe Lowe was like rub a dub dub. No, dude, if you've never seen it, it's so good. That I, I oh, dude, when we get when we're done tonight, I'm gonna go totally watch Role Models. If you don't know what it is, it's it's Paul Rudd, Sean William Scott. They get in trouble and they have to be big brothers and to, for community service. Dude, Elizabeth Banks is in it and dude, she, she's a total whore and it's awesome. And I love, I love when the first kid that Paul Rudd's with keeps saying, He touched me. He touched me. <laughs> but no, I mean seriously, you've got um 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 what's his name? Um why am I totally blanking on his name? Um What um 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 in Superbad? What did he go by? Um, McLovin. McLovin. So you've got um you've got Sean William Scott who is Stifler. You've got Paul Rudd who you know who that is. You've got Elizabeth Banks who's hot and a whore. I don't know if she's a whore, but I hope she is because she's hot. You uh, you've got McLovin. Um, you've got Jane Lynch who's dude. She's hilarious. Um, she, in that um, movie, she's really funny. Oh, dude, dude, the, the the hot dog scene. Come on, she's amazing. Um, and, and of course, you know, I'm a big fan of Best in Show and all those. But Kim Jong's in it. Ken Marino, he's another one. He was a, he was from the state. Uh, you've got Carrie Kenny from the state. Joe Lo Trulio from the state. He was also in um, in Role Models. He was the he was the um, uh, give it all you got, give it all you got. Like that guy, he's great in it. Um, Anyway, if you've never seen it, totally watch the movie. Incredible. Um, but, okay, so that's our kiss list. I was going to do another one. I have a feeling if we do one more, we're going to we're gonna go long tonight. I, I, I'm, I kind of want to go watch Role Models, and I want to – I got the munchies. What can I say? Um, so. <laughs> You're going to go to your jack-off station? <laughs> Dude, I've got a jack <laughs> – then I'm let women in here. I've got a Cherkov station. Like, like what? <laughs> Again, I love that it's called a station. Like, well, dude, he has a he has a recliner lubricant, or they've got a recliner like lotion. Kleenex. Like, again, the, the station part of it kills me. Like, see, I don't have a jerk off station. A jerk off station is just wherever I happen to be sitting at the time. You know, like, like what are you doing? Including public places. <laughs> Come on, I wouldn't be the first time. You know. Well, let, let me let me clarify. Not so much public places out in the open where everyone can see me. Not because I'd care. I'm I'm proud of what I got, but I don't want to get arrested. But more like inconspicuous <laughs> places and get arrested just to bring everything full, full circle. You don't want to get arrested and then have prison, prison. sex. I mean, let, let let's be fair. It's more like inconspicuous places in public spaces there's my solo record inconspicuous spaces of public places what is that about it's about jerking off folks um uh, let, let, let's be fair there's nothing hidden here it's me just saying that well i may play with myself i may smack around my spittle but i do not effing whack so, off so if you happen to see duff's feet sticking out from under the under the stall in the men's room you, you might want to come back later yeah if you're if, if you're like hey what about a warning flush you know like a courtesy flush like i don't know man it happens 
All right, man. This has been fun. I'm kind of glad we did this topic. It's kind of fun. I mean, I it, unfortunately, we did a couple of the bands we always talk about. Well, maybe next time we'll think of some um, in advance. Maybe maybe we'll do that for next week. I, I see that now. We probably won't because we'll forget. But let's pretend that next week we will have some of these ready to go, and we'll think of some. This will be cool. I don't know. I mean, we went with obvious ones this week. I mean, that's fine. The other, uh, I kind of want to do the other one. I want to do the other one. We're going to lead off with this. Remind me next week. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to remember either. There, There is one that I want to do that was, again, I, I did. A was the one I thought of first. B was the one I thought of second. That was Kiss. A would have been, God, I don't know. It might have been harder for you. might have been way easier. It might have been way easier. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Well, there's a couple that I would like to do. All right. You know what? Let's continue this next week. Let's see if we can remember. Folks, anybody listening to this show, remind us. Next week, be like, hey, do that thing where you <laughs> have to figure out It's your job to remind us. It is your job, dude. You have two jobs. Naked pictures of your old lady. And remind us we're going to do this topic next week. Because I've got a couple. That would be hard. Maybe easy. I don't know. It's hard to say. Okay. Anyway, so uh, if you if you, if you like the show, you know, like it, follow it. You know, don't smash the like button. That's for pieces of crap on YouTube. <laughs> but you should you should subscribe to the show. But more than anything, go on Instagram and 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 uh, Facebook. Like us and follow us at the Heavy Metal Hangover. Mainly, we just want you to get a hold of us. Um, I want to get a hold of your old lady's boobies. You want to get a hold of us from the perspective of, I don't think you want to touch our peckers. I think you just want to tell us. <laughs> well, Vinny already ruined that for everybody. <laughs> Vinny ruined peckers for the entire country of Italy. Everybody in Italy is like, man, why does everybody think my pecker's little? Because of a guy named Vinny. You know, he ruined peckers for everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Dude, the amount of women who've left peckers entirely and gone straight, gone straight the other direction. I'm serious. Like, every woman that has ever been with Vinny was like, to hell with peckers entirely. I'm going to stick with strap-ons. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking, I'm talking the spaghetti type. Do you know what I, you know what I mean? Like, I got this from Jimmy Carr. Do you know what Jimmy Carr talks about the spaghetti type of women? No. Straight till wet, you know, that kind of thing. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're straight till wet. Anyway, there's the other type of women, and that's straight till they meet Vinny. And then they're just like, well, nope, nope, done with that. Uh, there's no point in that one anymore. You know, grab some batteries, let's go to town, because it ain't gonna. he ain't going to do anything for me. Um, anyway, we, we do, look, we like picks of the week. We like recommendations. Give us your perfect records. Give us your list. Any band that we've talked about today, I would love to hear your top 12, but don't, or, 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 give us ideas for other bands we could talk about. Though the deal is, if we read it, we won't think about it till we do the show. It's way more fun to do it on the spot. Because I would overthink this. You would overthink this. It's way more fun to do it on the spot. That way later we'll be like, damn it, why didn't I put that one on there? You know? Yeah. Like, why didn't I put Heavens on Fire on my kiss list? I don't know. It's the first song I thought of. It's a great song. Dude, it's a great song. Why Why did you not put Domino on your list? Again, whatever. Who cares? You get my point. It happens. <clears throat> it, you, 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 it's harder when you don't have time to think about it. So 
Anyway, like us, follow us, Facebook and Instagram at the Heavy Metal Hangover. Let us know if you have any ideas. We would love to hear them. In the meantime, I am going to go upstairs and watch role models and, you know, the question is, do I jerk off before I watch role models Uh. or do I watch role models and then start to get sleepy and be like, I need to jerk off before I go to sleep because it does help you sleep. I don't think anyone cares to know the answer to that question. (laughs) There are at least three females that listen to this show. None of them care whether or not I did. Um, You know what? You got to tune in next week because next week I'll tell you if I finish. Anyway, there's just some things you don't talk about on the air. Because I'm finished. There's just some things you don't talk about on the air. Uh, or what is it in public? How does he say that in mall rats? There's just some things you don't talk there's about. Some in things public. you don't talk about in public. Yeah, that, that's the line. Anyway, so thank you so much for listening. It's been a fun night. I look forward again to next week. Who knows what hogwash we'll come up with. Either way, never forget to say yes to Bone Movies. I'm ready to get out of here. My name is Doug. My name is Rex. And we'll see you again next week on another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. Congratulations for actually making it all the way through this episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. With your beer-guzzling, head-banging hosts, Rex and Doug.